The Fishing Show is proudly brought to you by Lucinda Fishing Lodge. We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream and nail. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. I can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't Good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I am so excited to be here this morning. I am with my good friend Kyle Curry. We're going to be talking everything about crabs, everything about luring, everything about trolling for mackers and everything about Barrow Monday. Good morning, Kyle. How are you, brother? Good morning, mate. How are we? I am fantastic. I am fighting fit. I had a nice early night last night, but I, I had a 
awful week. I was struggling because bloody Gary came into the studio last week. Or yeah, <laughs> I'm like, away. guys, don't come near me. A day later. Oh no. A day later. But I've had some sort of miracle. Too many kisses, mate. Too eh? many kisses. I said, not today. Not today, Uncle Gaz. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was just the, the very next day, and I had to go and pick some stuff off Gary, and he goes, are you getting crook? I said, you don't even talk to me. <laughs> you don't even look at me. Oh, no. Oh, so, no. Um, but uh, whatever miracle cure that I've had through the week, it, um, it has fixed me, and I went and got some pretty serious drugs and that. So, I actually feel all right. This morning, once them drugs wear Coming off, good. I'll be like, Dunk. Yeah. you'll hear me. You'll hear me, hear me hit the, yeah. my head hit the table. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Obviously, my co-pilot is not with me this morning, Gazza. Gaz is up in uh, Hinchinbrook Channel, the beautiful Hinchinbrook Channel, uh, and he is fishing the uh, Townsville Game Fishing Club Barabash and having an absolute ball. And it was funny. I was talking to him this morning, and uh, he said half the teams up there are actually crooks, so this flu is going around. Go yeah, and get your needles, people. So um, he said there's a lot of sick people there. Unfortunately, Gaz didn't find a barra yesterday, but he is leading the biggest brim. Typical for <laughs> Gary, typical for Gary, the biggest brim. Brim fish, oh, <laughs> you're making us proud, Gazza. So, uh, and in in all sincerity, I do hope that uh, he takes that out. And he's arsy like that. Get it, dude. He's won the Trevally <laughs> and he's won the flathead, and he's yeah. won the cod, and, and that yeah. sort of thing. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's a trophy. Has he won the barrier yet? Though? No, <laughs> no, he hasn't uh, won the barrier. Yeah. He will tell you 45 a million times about his second place running at the Faust. Yes, I've heard. This story. Oh, I've heard this story. Again, again, with Marcus <laughs> in the wheelchair. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, it was. It would have been a fantastic. And I think what made it even ba- better, if I remember, of course I remember, I've heard it a billion times. Jack Erskine was there and yeah, filmed yeah. it and so forth. So good on him. No. And um, he is arsy like that. So he's leading that by two centimetres. Nah, My... Um, very, very well-respected uh, partner on this show sometimes in Reese Bullymore, who's won the tournament a few very, times. Very, very good fisherman. Very good fisherman. So he's got he's got the points in the bag. He doesn't need to prove yeah, it. Yeah. He's having a shocker. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, oh. one fish. Oh, he no. is one fish. So if Reese comes back and wins this one, yeah. he can have my boat. <laughs> <laughs> be on the um. boat tomorrow. But yeah. it, it ain't happening. Yeah. And it was interesting because all of the uh, scores come through last night and uh, and you can see who's up the top. Johnny Miller was actually fishing it. Oh, Johnny's yeah. very well known yep. in uh, fishing circles. And uh, he won uh, the Ingham and Reel Club about 15 years running, I'd say. <laughs> so, look. <laughs> The lad is yeah, a freak. He's just one he's of them. He's, uh, he's like Ryan Moody. He walks around with a dorsal fin sticking yeah. out of his shirt. <laughs> yeah. So he deserves everything he gets. So he's come back um, uh, fishing it, and obviously he's leading the board, and there's some other big names up top there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. They go secret squirrel now. Yeah, until, well, with the water tonight. cooling down, I'm surprised they're getting as many fish as they are, really. I found it nippy this morning. Yes, it was. Yeah, ve- yeah. It, it's been nippy the last three mornings I've found. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was uh, rather interesting because I didn't expect that at all. Let me remind myself to turn my... Just doing that myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before all the messages start happening. So, obviously, today, uh, listeners, um, we're back to our normal. Gaz isn't hiding in another room taking down bingo numbers. So, we'll go back to the way we always do it and, um, and I'll take as many as I can during the ad break. So, obviously, I'm on my own. 
but I will endeavour to get um, everything out. So all my conversations will be short and sweet so I can get hold of everyone and get it done. Obviously today from Gordo, from Ingham, um, from Cleveland Bay Seafoods, we're going to be giving away the $50 seafood voucher. Uh, we've got from Fibre Finish, we've got them really cool boat decals and so forth. So that's going to be fantastic. And then we've got a little Berkeley bag with the Berkeley Gulp slime in it. Some goodies um, in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's That stuff alone, it's, it's just worth it. And we'll cross and uh, cover that a little bit more today about using the slimes and yeah. and, and, and uh, so forth. You were telling me the other day, uh, you've got to be careful because I'm a bit of a fan of Spike It. And now there's a particular lure. We won't mention which lure. Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, it doesn't matter because yeah. it did. Um, it was a, a, a Z-Man. Yeah. And put the Z-Man in the Spike It, but it melted it. It melted it. It did. It just went to mush straight away. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's only a certain type of plastics that you can do it with on some of them spike it's the dip-ins but i've never had a problem yeah, yeah. never had a but i don't use i've seen it with my own eyes i didn't actually buy it one of my mates did but he showed me it and yeah it just went to mush and started dripping the tail of the, the paddle tail just started dripping away from oh. the, so yeah 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 that is really strange and and like we say i'm a big fan of it i never ever start with it yeah no never yeah. ever start with bring it, it out when nothing when, you when usually nothing's isn't happening working. yeah because it can turn fish the opposite way around yeah, 100%. they can smell it smells like fish but it I think sometimes they go, there's something yeah, a yeah. little bit strange about this, and they'll shy away. But if they're following your lure from when you pull it out of the bag and it's not spiked at all or not centered at all, and they're following it and turning away, if that happens on more than, say, three occasions, yeah. that's it. Give it a bit of scent. Give it a little bit yeah. of scent. And Even that, change up the color or something like that. But that's yeah, so the scent often. Definitely works. Yeah, yeah. That's so often. Yeah. ignites a bite yeah and that, just makes them more yeah yeah definitely. and more angry to bite it yeah. plus your brain says yeah it's gonna work yeah you fish with you confidence feel more confident and you, you you when when you have confidence you fish better yeah when you're in a nah it's not gonna happen here yeah you, you're, you're it making happen. it yeah. not happen yeah. to, to a degree, obviously. And stranger things have happened, of course. That, that's when that metery comes out. And yeah, that's you. right. <laughs> so that's a fantastic yeah. thing. What's the plan for the weekend? I'm going to actually go around to Crocky tomorrow with um, yep. Bust Ups, Jesse McCarthy. He's um, very good fisherman. Man. Very good fisherman. I don't know him personally, yep. but obviously, as we all do, we stalk one another. Well, he used to <laughs> actually be a pro down Fitzroy River for the Barra and that before uh, they shut all that down. So. so he's got a little bit of an idea. Yeah, he, he <laughs> he's a very smart man where it, where it comes to where the fish are in the yeah, creeks yeah. or where they'll be stacked up. But yeah, I'll go down with him tomorrow. He's mm. got the hummingbird on board, so we'll try and Beautiful. find some... Beautiful barra, and you're a sponge and... at the moment. You're just because you you found this little fishing, yeah, and it's it's hit a chord with you. Yeah. You're absolutely like, and you've you've jumped <coughs> years ahead of yourself because you're pretty handy with it yep. now. Yeah, um, but y y y your instinct is a fisherman. Yeah, so that's yeah. a really good start. Well, I I still love me bait fishermen. Don't course. get me wrong, but I do find it boring now. A little bit boring yeah. compared to the lure fishing. But yeah. at times of the tide. It's still bait. Like you got to, you got to go back to your bait fishing. And like I said, I do love it, and I do catch a lot of fish doing it. Yeah. But I'd rather catch two fish off a lure now rather than catch ten fish bait fishing. It's just yeah. a lot more fun tricking the fish into thinking that bringing that the boat is, home and yeah. not having to clean it for three that hours too, is yes. pretty handy. <laughs> but in saying that, I I still pull the pots when I leave, so it's always a mess when I'm done. But well, there yeah. you go. And look, the the simple fact of the matter is, yeah, okay. Once upon a time, 20, 30, 40 years ago live bait without fish not so so much no more yeah, uh, yeah. I, and obviously some fishermen are better than others and everything yeah, which yeah. is with everything in the world yeah but um 
I've been in the, all my friends, let's say my friends have been in the system plenty of time, lure fishing, where there's been live bait fishing, and they've run rings around them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. And uh, and I was talking to Gary this morning, and um, because Gary was given a spot. He was given a spot uh, by Crowey. Yep. And uh, he said, look, go here, guys. Found it yesterday. There's a ledge and there's like 50 barrels sitting on it. We're going to go in the opposite direction because we need to try and find some smaller fish to fill our bag, blah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And Gary said to me, he said, Marty, I don't mind being spoon-fed. If someone's going to help me yeah. that, I don't yeah. have a barrel Oh, barrel 100%. On I'd be there too. <laughs> I'd be there. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? you yeah. Unless you're ridiculously proud. Yeah. That's just silly. You're going to go there. But I said to Gary, in a way, the moment you jump in your boat and turn your technology on, you're being spoon-fed. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, technically, yeah. compared because, to the old fellas, that yeah, yeah. Had compared nothing, to the old fellas, didn't even have. Well, my pop, I remember he used to row over to Cape Cleveland from Rock yeah. River. So yeah, most that is Lord. hard going. <laughs> Jeez, that's if you have big arms, that yeah. Like. But um, yeah, you're being spoon fed yeah. with all this, whether it be live or side imaging or three. I mean, yeah, really. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It 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 just doesn't stop. But here's the other thing, like uh, Reese, who is. Um, very, very good with his, his life. And he's not going to mind me saying it because I'm not being negative. No, you can't have a blinder every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's failed for him. Yeah. So, and there's other teams that don't have it yeah. out of their bags of 10 yeah, quite yeah. easily. In saying that too, like you can have all that technology, but knowing it and being able to use it and put it into like yeah. work and getting it to work, that's too, like I could have all that. And I could go out and donut because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, he, he has spent the time, done the work, and yeah. knows what he's doing. With oh, it definitely. Now, so. And I will be. Um, yeah, we should all be the same. Like, sit me in front of a maths equation. I have no interest in it whatsoever. So yeah. I won't watch a video exactly. to learn how to do it. Yeah. But when I've brought a sounder, yeah, I've like I've got read an apex. the manual. You know it oh, inside. Yeah. I've got an Apex 16 that's turning up any day, and uh, I've been. And there's not a hell of a lot on the apexes, to be honest, on YouTube. But, but what there is, all I've the watched settings, it. videos, all that. Yeah, I've watched I did it all. the same. Yeah. And look, to be honest, most of it is is the same as Mosolix or the same as a Helix. Yeah. And, and um, but there's little things that them you pick little up. things are the things that make the difference, though, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. And you, you get so torn because you're like, well, so far behind the eight ball still because. You, you haven't got everything else, but A, it's too hard to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a rep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Not, not a rocket scientist. Yeah. And, um, and B, it's it's just like, I find, like, I've been in friends' boats who have all this technology, and it's damn right uncomfortable. You yeah, got to yeah. tiptoe everywhere yeah. around the boat. Yeah. You got the whole. Boards everywhere. Oh, this, well, yeah. The, the, yeah, there is. <laughs> but unless you've got a real, like, yes, purpose built well, yeah. bass boats, everything's hidden. But still, like, I was thinking the other day when I was um, camping with Jakey, we just rolled the big double swag out on the bow of the yeah. boat and slept like babies. Yeah. But if I had everything that I'd want to, you know, you, you, you don't want your to do swag that. line on top of your 360 yeah. that's sitting on your live transducer that's sitting on your this that's mm. wrapped around that. I'm like, oh. So as good as it is sometimes, yeah, it would just get in the way. Sometimes it would just get in the way. If that, in like perfect world, you would have two boats. Yeah. And so yeah. You, you have your roughing it boat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm actually buying a little boat um, very, very shortly. That Must I'm be use. paying you well here, eh? That, oh, no, I, I stole the money. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so um, that, I'm just going to use that as, and I say crabbing boat. Yeah. And we're going to get into that. But like, as far as crabbing goes, you, yeah. you know that person that comes 
can't walk properly, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was like that with Lauren two years ago. For sure, <laughs> for sure. And there's, there's a lot more to it than, you know, people like me go gutter, drop. Yeah. Yeah, you know, mind you, I try not to drop it where I think I'm going to want to lure fish. Yeah, yeah. Always on that best snag. Yeah. Why do you put your crab pot there? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to use it for that. And then, um, and like most people do when they're little tinnies, they they buy a second transducer, and then yep. you can put the big ass sound yep. worth twice as much as That's the boat. boat. <laughs> yeah, but you don't care about That's it. That's right. Yeah. You don't care about it. like when I was at cattle the other day. And I'm in my flash boat there. I didn't want to pull up on the beach no. and and have it yeah. have it ra- taking my gel coat off, yeah. sitting rolling on when the sand. When you're in your little not. dinghy, just slide it straight no. up there, push it back in a couple For of hours. For sure. And then like <laughs> in in a safe world, you just double anchor it, yeah. throw yeah. it out, and then swim in the shore. Yeah. But this is cattle. Yeah, and definitely not that. And it is not a pretty place to <laughs> no, be doing that. Definitely. Like anywhere is not a pretty no. place. You can get nailed. Anywhere. Anywhere. You know what? I I, I get heart palpitations and I'm sort of angry with myself that I didn't pick up on it or react to it quicker. I think I was just in shock. But anyway, when my young fella kicked his phone over the edge when we were in Cal. Yeah. And, you know, a kid's phone. It's like our phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but without tears. Yeah. So he had the tears and whatever. But his instincts. So he got straight on the dark well of my boat and he dived not still in the boat, but yeah. dived under trying to catch it, and he's yeah. feeling for it. And I'm like, we'd been in the spot for half an hour, yeah. So anything could have been, yeah. And I was just, it made me sick in the stomach. Have you seen that video, that live image of that crocodile coming up? Is that up the most, not the most oh. incredible footage you've is ever it seen? Not, that is pretty bloody cool. That is incredible, yeah. but. <clears throat> If you fell in, you're yeah. gone. Oh, 100%. You yeah. are gone. He's yeah. waiting for he that. He is waiting for that. That's exactly yeah. what he said. And I think that's what comes through my mind with Jake. Mm. So I said to him, I didn't get angry with him, obviously, but I said, buddy, you can't yeah. do that. And it's and not he, only them, too, the bull sharks nowadays. Oh, definitely. Oh. And he knew he couldn't do that. Yeah. It was just an instant. Yeah, yeah. You just go bang. Yeah. You don't Brain think fire. in that split yeah. instance. And neither did I until yeah. I said, Jake, get out of the water. until it, But that 2.2 seconds. Yeah. That's all it They takes. only need a, yeah. a, a minuscule amount that's of time, right. and he's yeah. gone. Mm. He's got, and as a dad, you're not sitting in the boat watching this. You're yeah. in there. Yeah. And then your family loses maybe exactly. both. Exactly. And then you think, yeah, and that's all Horrible. that you're thinking about for the rest of the day then. Well, well it played on my mind, yeah. most definitely. But it's, it was a great learning thing for me because yeah. Jakey's going to spend a lot more time in the boat yeah. with me, and he needs to. I need to, I need to um, teach him some manly things. Need yeah. to, just stuff like... Changing the tire, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that sort of thing, and because uh, I and and I don't, I'm not embarrassed because I love my son dearly, yeah. But he he hasn't got the common the, sense. That my I don't little think brother, he's just I turned had. 13, and he's just started boxing classes and that sort yeah, of yeah. thing. And I was just saying to me mum the other day, he's got to start coming out to the hut with me and building, yeah. just building a fire, just simple yeah. things like that. Like. And I've got no qualms <laughs> with boxing or karate or anything like that. It's it's not to hurt. Children, no, no. But that yeah. teaches them discipline yeah. and all sorts of things. I think it's a. I, if if um, Jakey come to me and said, Daddy, I want to bo- join a boxing, I would have no problem yeah. with it yeah. whatsoever. And on the flip side. And it's it, like you said, it's not just the physical thing, it's the respect that he'll learn oh, from most it definitely. and everything. Like and they that get in well. big trouble if they use oh, yeah. their skills. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. At, at yeah. And so forth. And you know, it's it's. it's um, even in 2020, bu- bullying is a horrible thing. Kids are cruel. Yeah. Humans are cruel. Yeah. And um, it just is. Um, 
I would like because he's such a big softy. Yeah, that yeah. Like he's prone to get bullied and does yeah. get bullied yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love to toughen him, and I will. That will yeah. come. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, when I was a real, real young fella, nothing really properly kicked in until I was seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not pushing anything too hard. When I was nineteen, I was married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then twenty eight years later, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> so everything just went boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And uh, it worked for me. Yep. So, and all we can do is a hope. Yeah, you're yeah, a lucky children. man. You got a beautiful family. Yeah, yeah. And, and mm. as do you. So, and mm. I do. I hold that very, very dear because, yep. unfortunately, from the outside looking in, um, not everyone has that. Yeah. Oh, hundred so, percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a really, really like you said, we're world. both very lucky for what we have. Yeah. yeah. And f- fishing has has. Um, in a way, saved my life. Yeah, I've never been in trouble. I'm no, yeah, which not, I'm lucky for that. Maybe because yeah. I haven't been caught. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been in yeah. the back of a, a, a police car yeah. or or watch house for the night. And for those that have, it yeah. doesn't mean that they're bad. No, no. Yeah, everyone yeah. has them shockers. That's right. And I just I just wasn't caught. When, yeah, when I have had my shockers. Yeah. So um, no, hey, I'm really really looking forward to this bloody episode. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, I put a couple of photos. Them crabs that you were holding up in that photo, they were they stonkers. were stonkers. They Apart were some from that, of the that best. was a great photo too. Yeah. Yep, yep. Where were you there? That was uh, that was out the mouth of Bomber actually. Yeah. Wow. Out from Baratas around the corner there. That yeah. water goes out a long way there. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. No, that was a bloody good day. I think we bagged out by lunch time that day yeah. Of us, so, yeah. yeah and i remember back in the day you know, going back it was as few as 15 years ago bomber no one knew about it no. let alone went there yeah and what's happening now because people are looking for fishing um as a, a, a mental health thing yeah yeah um and, a, and and the best pastime in the world yeah um creeks are getting congested 100 percent. so i first went to bomber maybe three years ago Never ever seen a boat in there. Never seen a boat in there. Yep. Now you go there. Oh well, I camped there and I seen I think three, maybe four different boats. And yeah. One of them was a pro going in and out with his crab pots. So, yep. Yeah. And it, that that will increase because we're like, where do we go? Where do we go? And exactly. then back when we were young, we didn't have Google Earth. No. No. So and you know what? And I'm telling you the truth now. I've apart from people in front of me say here have a look at this spot i've never got on google earth and maybe i should but yeah. i'm a creature of habit yeah i go yeah, to cattle yeah because yeah. i don't miss there yeah or or, or the harbor because i yeah. don't miss and that um i do yeah yeah <laughs> but um, you know they're there yeah and so these people are jumping on the google earth and go, oh i can get into there that's and right it, yeah. it's incredible yeah, the technology yeah. is absolutely incredible now Places like Bomber and Sheep Station yeah. and so forth who never saw any they're, anything, they're there now. People are there every week now. Yeah. yeah. And up my end, you've got the likes of Palm and Orient and yeah, all yeah. of them, which are now being fished. Yeah, yeah. Cattle, when you went to cattle, 90% of the time there wasn't another no boat in the creek. There, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. another boat in the creek. <clears throat> now it's common practice. Yeah. You see them all the time. Yeah. It's still, it is a mission getting there. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, yep. especially if you've got to launch from Crystal or, or Balgal. And for those that are thinking about it, and I'm not trying to push you away, p- pick your weather. Because yeah. it gets really, really, really treacherous yep. out the front. Them rollers that roll in out yeah. the front of cattle and, and, and That's so That's the same Crystal. as Bomber. If there's Scary, a nor- any bit of northerly, don't bother. Yeah, yeah. Don't bother going around there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not nice to go around there. Unless it's a high tide and you can sneak along the mangroves. Yeah. Don't do it. I know so many boats that have... Um, met their their demise yeah. um going around the cattle and there my good mate lee sharrett he's one yeah yeah um he he owned a beautiful little boat called lurman yeah. and um 
and and Lee made an unfortunate decision to head around there in the 2025s, which is equivalent to 40 knots yeah. <laughs> anywhere yeah. else. And uh, yeah. and his boat didn't make it. Yeah. So, um, but that was a huge learning curve yeah. for Lee. Lucky it's a pretty shallow, shallow little cape. That he is. Yeah. He, him and yeah. his um, partner, they got they got back to the. And yeah. that, at the end of the day, that's all you really care yeah. about. Exactly. Getting yeah. back. The thing about when the boat goes over. Um, you got to make sure you're well and truly out of the way of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it can crush you. It can crush you. If, if it hits your head, that's it. It's yeah. game over. Yeah. So that would that would be my greatest fear. Yeah. If I'm at the point where I go, okay, I'm in trouble. My I know my boat and Bail. I know it's not yeah. going to make this. Yeah. I am jumping. Yeah. I'm getting well out, out of the way. Yeah. You know, because you got a ton of fiberglass or oh, 700 yeah. kilos of of um, alloy coming down mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. And if that hits you in any way, shape, or form, you're in yeah. you're in a bad bad way. Oh, yeah. So, and you often see it. It must be because that hasn't happened to me. Yeah. I've heard a lot of crap things happen to me on yeah. the water. <laughs> Can you pass me some wood? <laughs> so, um, so I've, you watch all the YouTube videos of the boats going, they, none of them, for, no, not none of them, but a lot of them stay put where yeah. they are. Yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. just freeze. Yeah. Well, I'm in trouble up from well, poor old mate is up the bow. He just gets thrown yeah. out. I'm sure he's like the frog. Oh, some of them videos in America, them coming in them inlets and that where there's three boats wide and it's just waves like. Yeah. I, I, I love could, watching them inlet. Oh, I couldn't imagine doing it though. Like, no. That's just crazy to I me. I mainly watch them inlet for the for the boats. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, oh, if there's some got, marvellous boats. Yeah, if you've only got three outboards on the back of your transom, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you need to suck some them in five or the seven, six. Yeah, yeah. And they are incredible. But... Then once you, it's all about you. Got to know how to drive. Yeah, there's so many of them. Like you're watching them head out, and you're like, you need to give it a bit. You got to give it some, and then the whole bow disappears. Yeah. And we're talking thirty plus foot of boat. Yeah, that yeah. shouldn't be happening. No, no, but it does. Yeah, and that's because a lot of these people. Don't you, know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> financial wealth doesn't make you no, a, a exactly. good boat driver. <laughs> exactly. Apparently. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then you'll get another boat come out half its size on the same day yeah. in the same set, and he looks like he's in the Titanic. Yeah. You just and, and there are and I've been in the boat plenty of times where it's like on the highway, uh, being a rep and being a driver. Yeah. I like to be in control. I yeah. like to be the driver. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But, but I have mates like Brendo and Ash and so forth who are great drivers, and yeah. I jump in with them straight yeah, away. Yeah. But you get a sense straight away. You know, oh, oh, yeah. no, I don't like the way you drive. Yeah. It's especially with a boat. I've yeah. got people that I've been out in the boat with before, and I feel like going, dude, yeah. you need to... Oh, I've got mates that go out a lot more than me, but if I get in the boat with them, I'm like, dude, like, see, you don't need to drive like that. Like, no, yeah, no. And some drive too soft. It's yeah. not about driving oh, yeah, it 100%. hard. Yep, Sometimes yep. you've got to drive it hard. Yep. And that's why I can't mm-hmm. understand. Like, if you're in the market for a new boat, if you can, if you can, you go the max horsepower rating for the boat. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, if money's no object. And you obviously don't... some people... T- but I see so many five-meter boats with a 60 on the back. Which is fine. If, yeah. if you're launching straight in the creek, staying in the creek, doing nothing else, yeah. that's cool. But the amount of times I've had to use my horsepower to get over the top of a green yeah. one, you need that power. And You don't every, have to have it, but if it's there and you yeah. do need it, it's there. Like you Definitely. Do want it. And where you do need it, forget about when you're, you know, when you're doing a normal fishing trip or whatever, your boat will handle that fine. Yeah. But chuck in an esky full of food, yeah. fish, three swags, a yeah. couple of your mates, all your batteries, all yeah. that. So it's a lot of weight. And the boat needs to have the balls to be able to get up yeah. and get over. Yeah. 
that's when they hit them green ones and they just roll over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it, there's just not enough power there. So where you can get opt for that higher yep. horsepower rating. Well, my the well, three bungs, it came with a little 30 horsepower. I had it fully loaded yep. last weekend going around a bomber. I don't think I would have done that with my 30 horsepower on it anymore. It's got a 50 towy on it, which right. is the maximum now. Is it two-stroke? Yeah, two-stroke, yeah. How good are they? Oh, are they unbreakable? It, well, we sunk the boat and it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's a pretty good pretty much. Pretty so, Hatsu, are you listening? <laughs> if you need some advocates for your outboards? Oh, when I say we, <laughs> Bruce sunk hey, the give, boat. Give, give your wonderful dad a shout-out, mate. Nah, yeah, shout-out to the old boy. Hope you're doing well. And, um... Yeah. He's a lovely are. man. He's doing it a bit tough. Man, so, but we'll get through it. We yeah. always do. You're a tough old bugger. Yeah, yeah. He's a good lad too. And he loves the show, so we love he him. He does. He'll be listening. He'll be listening for sure. So, Brucey, good on you, mate. Hey, I reckon it's that time in the morning where we can go to our first uh, set of songs and ad breaks. I think we've had a wonderful start to the to the show. Yeah, it's been good. good yeah, yeah, chat. definitely. And we've got so much to cover. Obviously, we're going to talk to the Divine Museum from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. We're going to cross over to Gaza around about 8, 8.30 and see how his brim fishing tournament's going. <laughs> <laughs> see what's going on there. We're going to uh, cross over to Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafood and all of our other regulars, which I'm looking forward to talking to. All right, we'll be back after this song and, in bre- and ad breaks. Enjoy. I love this song. Nice one to get everything started. Good on you, Johnny. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had me putting wheels on Cadillacs. Every day I'd watch them beauties roll by And sometimes I'd hang my head and cry Cause I always wanted me one that was long and black One day I devised myself a plan That should be the envy of most any man I'd sneak it out of there in the lunchbox in my hand Now getting caught meant getting fired But I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand Get it one piece at a time And it wouldn't cost me a dime You know it's me when I come through your town I'm gonna ride around in style I'm gonna drive everybody wild Cause I'll have the only one there is around So the very next day when I punched in With my big lunchbox and with help from my friend I left that day with a lunchbox full of gear never considered myself a thief, but GM wouldn't miss just one little piece, especially if I strung it out over several years. The first day I got me a fuel pump, and the next day I got me an engine and a trunk, then I got me a transmission and all the chrome. The little things I could get in my big lunchbox, like nuts and bolts and all four shocks, but the big stuff we snuck out my buddy's mobile home. Up to now my plan went all right Till we tried to put it all together one night And that's when we noticed that something was definitely wrong The transmission was a 53 And the motor turned out to be a 73 And when we tried to put in the bolts All the holes were gone So we drilled it out so that it would fit And with a little bit of help from an adapter kit We had that engine running just like a song Now the headlights, there was another sight We had two on the left and one on the right But when we pulled out the switch, all three of them come on 
The back end looked kind of funny too, but we put it together and when we got through, well that's when we noticed that we only had one tail fin. About that time my wife walked out and I could see in her eyes that she had her doubts, but she opened the door and said, honey, take me for a spin. So we drove uptown just to get the tags And I headed to ride on down main drag I could hear everybody laughing for blocks around But up there at the courthouse they didn't laugh Cause to type it up it took the whole staff And when they got through the title weighed 60 pounds I got it one piece at a time And it didn't cost me a dime You'll know it's me when I come through your town I'm gonna ride around in style This is the Cottonmouth and the Psycho Billy Cadillac, come on. Oh, oh this is the Cottonmouth, the negatory on the cost of this machine there, Red Rider. You might say I went right up to the factory and picked it up. It's cheaper that way. Uh, what model is it? Well, it's 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. It's a 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65. Hey, which A you mob? Steve and Easy Beasy. Crank it with us on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark. Every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. With one hour of request. Taking you back, playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. So come kick it with us on your two deadly radio station, 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Too deadly, deadly, deadly. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville station sponsor. Don't keep saying one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 Triple nine nine hundred. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from five hundred and forty four dollars. Four star and above dryers from seven hundred and ninety four dollars. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just four hundred and forty nine dollars. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to six hundred and fifty dollars back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.com. QLD.gov.au Station Sponsor Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. 
Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See you down at the world today. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance. Now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show and we are cruising along beautifully to start with. So, hey, Loz, if you're listening in this morning, for some reason this phone is reading no service and it keeps switching itself off. So uh, give me a call during the ad break and let me know how I can fix it. So I got through a hell of a lot of our listeners then to take bingo numbers down. But if you did miss out, there has been a bit of a phone trouble. So it's ringing, but I have no service on my end. So we will get that fixed for you very, very quickly. Now... Let's have a little bit of a talk. I, I can remember seeing some of your stories a while back. You got a Spaniard there heading around the edge of the uh, lighthouse over at yep. the Cape. I love that spot. Yeah. That has got fish written all over it. There, yep. that tidal current and everything. How many sea turtles are there? Oh, and yeah. big, big. Some of the biggest sea turtles, and you see them on the sounder. There's yeah, yeah. There'd be fifty there sometimes, just yep. sitting on the bottom. But yeah, and I think what people. People can easily make the mistake on the edge of that headland there. When you look up and you can see that lighthouse in there, they're too far off it. Yeah. Spaniards yep. will sit very, very, very close. I, especially with that tidal yeah. run on the – what's that rock right on the corner as you go uh, around? Is that like two, two foot? foot? Two, two foot, foot, yep. yeah. Um, right there, that water that swells, it's quite treacherous. Yeah. You have to be so on your game. I actually go between two foot and the mainland. That's how close I get to them rocks wow. and troll through there. And yep. you get eaten in there? Yep. Because it's going to be a hold-up. That's hold up my main spot to get eaten. I know I get a lot of spotties and that there as well, but yeah, yeah, Spaniards definitely patrol through there a lot. And there's some big Spaniards. Oh, yeah. There's some yeah. really, really big Spaniards, so I take it. Um, I just absolutely love them. Yeah. They're a really, yeah. really good thing. Very fun, too. Very yeah. fun. They are. Um, now, what do you troll for your Spaniards? Well, oh, I are mix you- it up. I've... I have been do, using Wolfies this year. This is the first year I've actually gone to the effort of using Wolfies, but yeah. usually just me Helcos, me six-meter divers. Um, yeah, the Poltergeist, the um, RMG Poltergeist, they're a good one. The larger yep. ones in them. But, yeah, and yeah. you're confident with the with the Wolfies, I bet? Yeah, definitely more confident with the Wolfies, but it's also a Dead lot, slow. lot different. I was just about to say... Yeah, you're doing about four knots rather than your six to so eight knots. You can't really troll a Helka Pro when you've got a wolf at the right, back, can no. you? Yeah. So no. what about a gar? You get away with a gar yeah, at so that speed? If, perfect world, I'll have two wolfies out the sides and then just a small gar or even a skirt just on the surface in the middle yep. um, through there. But that's if I've got someone with me. Usually I'm just solo, so it's just the two wolfies out and yes. hope for the best. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yep. When you do get a hookup, do you let – the hooked up fish run and then wind your other one in or you just let it sink to the bottom straight away and if it hooks up if it tangles up my other line worry about it later just try and get that fish in i 
tend to not worry about that other line too much until yes. I've gaffed that fish. And yep. I've never lost a fish from it being tangled up in my other line. Yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to yes. untangle them at the end, but mm. I've never lost a fish doing it, so I'm not going to change my ways. No, I must admit, I love the downrigger. Yeah. Uh, when it, but in my boat, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. It's because yeah. it, you've really got to reach for it and so yeah. forth. And where I bring the ball up. I'm so conscious of the transducer. Yeah. Like these transducers yeah. these days, they're worth like nearly 2K yeah, alone. Yeah, So plus, because I'm always in la-la land, the yeah. amount of times I've taken <laughs> off with 10 pounds, yeah. that's yeah. not pretty sound. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Especially when she pops. Yeah. It's all over. So, But when I do take the time to do that, when people are out there trolling around and around and around, all the baits directly on the bottom and the, yeah. and the arches are in 80 foot of water yeah. and I drop my downrigger, they're trying to work out why I'm the only one getting hooked up. Yeah. But that's, you don't, with the new laws and so forth, that's not such a case yeah, exactly. anymore because if you yeah. troll around long enough, you're going to get You're going to get one, yeah. yeah. The beauty, with them whales, and, and I was talking to mates about it the other day, um, it, you, you kind of, at first, you laugh at people who are paying $300 to go out on a, a whale sighting experience and, and so forth. And you're like, why would you do that yeah. until you're there? Oh, and it, then then you realize this is incredible. Yeah, You can what be having an the worst fishing day. You could have lost your rod over the side of the boat, anything. Over the Cape Bear one day, we were we were having a shocker, me and me mate Jacko, and next minute we just, we actually heard them before we seen them. Yep. We heard a call and we looked over and they just come right up to the boat and both of us were just sitting there like little kids with smiles on our faces. Oh, that unreal. is amazing. It was unreal. It that really is was. Really, really brilliant. And um, the amount of calves that are with oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're just having fun around the mum, jumping up and down. And yep. Yeah. It was it was pretty cool. Very yeah. surreal actually. Oh, I love it. The, the big boils that they leave on the water. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you forget how that. spoiled you are sometimes when, like, you see that up close and personally. you you got to take a step back and realise how lucky you are to see that in person. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We live in the, an incredible, yeah. incredible part of the world. To, yeah. We get to experience so much of Mother Nature's gifts. Yeah. And um, this year, it, like with the um, banning of of what our little friends overseas have been doing. Yeah. Um, you can just see what oh, a yeah. difference it's 100%, made. 100%, yeah. And I've never seen as many whales. I know I go out a fair bit, but I've been going out for the last three years. This is the most I've seen this year yep. currently, I think. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh, no, it's a good thing. Your luring side of things, you, yep. you've got a real thing at the moment for chasing barrows and jacks yep. and, yep. and flathead and everything bug. else. I've got the lure bug, yeah. Yes. Uh, get, <clears throat> what's your particular lure fave at the moment? And well, how do you rig up? What I are you love, using now? I love me paddle tails. Um, I also use the Twitchit, but I've been using the BCT paddle tails. That Twitchit is a very popular lure. I, I rate it. They're, they're not cheap. Like, usually you buy the paddle tails in a pack of five. These come singularly and yep. everything, but they've got the Kevlar through the body, like the um, Xerix and that, and they are very strong. I've not The only thing that ever goes wrong with the eyes fall out. That's the only thing I've... But that do you think that makes a difference? I, I don't... Like, I just draw them on after after they fall off. I just get a nico and draw some black dots on them. That's usually, not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I remember Ryan Moody saying one day because I'm a fan of having light colours on top of my lure so I can see the lure. He said yeah. no. He'd look, most of his lures that he gets designed Dark have a black top, top yeah. for contrast. Yeah. Whereas I was always, and I'm not going to argue with what Ryan Moody said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, he, he, he knows. I know Nighty as well. He he'll well he'll, he'll get a black out. lure and he'll put a line down the top. He's of it the, just he's so the so same he can as see me. It tracking in the water. Yeah. Exactly the same as yeah. me. Whereas Ryan's like, uh, uh yeah, right. you leave that sucker black. Yeah. 
So, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay. Well, them, them, them Twitchers, I was just saying, they have full black lures of them now, and they are catching... Full black? Full black. Full black with the yellow becoming eye. a big fan yes, of me completely as well. dark colours. The amount of brim they're catching down around the docks down south in Brisbane and that with these black Twitchers, just the little three-inch ones, is unreal. Yes. They reckon it's the favourite colour, go-to colour down there now. I bet it is. Canals. Yep. So, yeah. Yep, especially... Like, when I go up to Hinchinbrook and so forth, and there's that dirty water... Yep. I'm putting on, like I was using the Berkeley um, shimmer the other day and it was Coca-Cola oil yep. colour. Yep, yep. And it just looks so good yeah. in the water. Yeah. And I was throwing it at a school of like 50 or 60 barrel. I didn't yeah. get a touch. Yeah, yeah. Got one hit. But short of dynamite, yeah. you weren't raising them oh, fish. Yeah, yeah. No one was uh, going to raise them fish. Well, I won't say no one, but yeah. I bloody couldn't. And obviously I threw a whole host. Yeah. Every... Every technique that I had in the in yeah. my do you, wallet, do you change your weights a lot? Like if you're using soft plastics while you're in a session like that, do you change the weight of your lure a lot? No, no? I, I, only if I'm not reaching the bottom or yeah, right. If I'm thumping it too hard, yeah, okay. I hate it when my lure goes. Yeah, yep, yep. No, so yep. I'll change it then. Light, yep. I'll go as light as possible. Until I reach, but so you, once you get that, you're confident. You that, know that I'm that's confident. How you that's want, what I'm yep. using it. Yep. What you need to be sh- um, wary of is that um, sometimes too light a jig head is too light. The yeah. lure doesn't swim properly. Yeah, that's right. It, it will just, turn on its side. Yeah, yep, yep. And uh, that does my head in. Yeah, right. I can't tolerate that. Yep. Um, so then I'll, I'll have to... Three-eighth is my general. Yeah. It's a, it's a happy medium. So what, it you works just, you'll me. just tie a ball sinker or... No, i You I'm use not, them jig heads? Yeah, I use yep, the jig heads. Yep. I have use the jig heads. How, um, TT's from... It's Matt... Uh, Nitro, he, should I he say. He uses the ball sinker, but he'll just have it running on his main line. Yeah, definitely. I've never, never seen that before. Oh, it works for him. It definitely oh, works for him. Oh, you can see him, that guy catches some bloody yeah, fish. Yeah, I've never seen... And he just ties a normal blood knot to the lure, no, not a loop knot. Not, like, we're, we're, we're there fiddling around yeah. for 10 minutes trying to well, bloody yeah. tie the loot knot yeah. with his ball sinker. <laughs> yeah. He's just like... Like no. he's chasing brim. So, yeah, it definitely and works it both works. ways. You cannot argue it because that guy, if... He catches more barrows than what? Oh, he's caught more barrows than what I have in the last three years this year, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Re- using that method. Yeah. Whereas I'm, I hate using any sort of sinker, ball sinker on my on my lures, like like, like my prawn lures. Yeah. I love it to have that natural weight on the worm hook, yeah. that sinker, that's that that lead that's yeah, on there, yeah, yeah. and let them drift down. So if, what do you use? Just the little TT jig heads, or no, no. I, I use the the way you pull out a um, a lure out of the packet. Yep. That's how I yeah, use right. it. Okay. No, I don't add any more so, weight or anything. Yeah, the right. only thing I do is um, I will color the 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 lead. Yeah, right. I will um, in the powder get, coat. Get dip the powder it, coat. Yeah. Dip it. I do rate it, that. It definitely pinker. works. Longevity of it isn't huge, but. Yeah. If you catch a couple of fish on it, yeah. it's done its job. And when you have a look at it, like when you get a chartreuse or a, or a fluorescent pink, and it's sitting between the the feet, it just it looks like eggs. I was just about to say it looks like a pregnant prawn. Yeah, yeah it looks like a pregnant yeah. prawn, and it just bloody works. Yeah. It, yeah. it's and people are going to catch a billion without with just yeah. a straight grey yeah. lead. Yeah, but when they're that tiny little bit moody, yeah, that's all when, you need. Yeah. To, to That's ignite turn it, it on. Yeah. yeah, and don't forget, like like Matty, for instance, ninety nine point nine percent of the time he'll flick, but he goes to some pretty special places. Yeah, so he's bouncing he does, that prawn. Yeah. yeah, don't forget if if they're not eating you on the bounce, slow retrieve it. Yeah, yeah. 
dead slow retriever. Yeah. And because you're going so slow, you can effectively put a stinger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and people say, well, how do you put a stinger on it and so forth? There's a really, really easy way of doing it. And uh, basically, you've got your prawn, and it's it's got the weedless hook on it, weedless worm hook. Take that hook out, so it's still in the in the face yeah, of yeah. the prawn, but the the hook is dangling there. And then you put a treble on that hook, and through the eye. So you put the eye oh, right, the yeah, worm, yeah. and then so just dig one and then treble into you the... put the prawn, the hook back through the way it's meant to sit, huh. and then that treble. Because I just do, I always thought that myself. Do you tie a bit of line? To no, it no. And, yeah, that's right. how you yeah. do it. That's yeah. it. and it doesn't affect that you don't make it tighter and it yeah, yeah. make it. And then so if you stick one of the prongs into the into the plastic of yep. the prawn, which stays there a long time, unless you really get nailed or something. Yep. It just sits there. So you've got two yeah. two barbs sticking oh, out. Oh, it's a lot more, yeah, oh, puncture, the, yeah. The amount of fish I've caught on them two barbs yep. than that single. Yeah, right. And th- I like the BCTs. When I do need to use them weedless, like a, as opposed to other prawn lures on the market, um, the hook, Pushes through really easy. Yeah, it does. There's, I there's do like that about it. It's friction. very loose. Yeah, it's it really, really loose, through, yeah. which isn't good in a lot of things. Yeah. But in this situation, <laughs> it's really, yeah. really, really good. Um, I remember I got this really, really good tip from Muda, and I've mentioned this on the show, but for any of our new listeners who are using the prawn, if you push that prawn the down on the hook and it and, and there's friction there, it's going, uh, 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 get a bit of silicon spray, oh, spray yeah. it onto the rag, and then rub that onto the hook. Yeah. You've lubricated the and hook, and that silicon yeah. spray, because yeah. it's water repellent, yeah, it, it stay there. It stays yeah. there. And yeah. then... That's when you push idea. that hook down, it just slides. There's no. Uh, uh, I spray all that silicone on all my zips of me yeah. tackle boxes and stuff like that. It work. It definitely works. Oh, and it, it lasts. Hundred percent works. Yeah. And if you like, when you're using your prawn, if it's got that friction there, that barra, jack, salmon, whatever, it's really got to buff it. Yeah. It's yeah. really got to yeah. eat it hard. Yeah. For it to pull it out. To yeah. Fold yeah. it down to make and, it and find a hook out. up. Yeah. Remember with barras too, with big barras. They're engulfing that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. The, the amount of really big barrows you miss because they close their mouth, but yeah. the lure is is down In its gut. So yeah. no, there's no friction yeah. pushing yeah. it down. That's and just the they, nature of the beast. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about yeah. that. So And you can't say, oh, I'm going to leave it there until something happens, happens. Yeah, no, yeah. no, because no. you can't see exactly. it. Exactly. So, um, but they're an incredible thing. Oh, yeah. They really, really are. Um, and remember, listeners, and, and I'm saying stuff that 90% of you are already going to know, but if you've got um, some of your so- favourite soft plastics, including the prawns, which have the Kevlar in between, if they're bent in the wrong direction, boiling hot water. Yeah. Boiling hot water will fix that problem for you. And uh, then try and, like... With my vibes and so forth, I hate pulling them out of the tackle box and the tail's bent. Yeah. The fork. And they're probably yeah. still going to work. But, yeah, in but saying that, that could, be, that could be that little yeah. thing that works on that day. Yeah. I don't know. You know yeah, so. yeah. So get them foam boxes that you stick stick it in like the lads at hook apparel get on yeah. the hook apparel yeah. and talk to them lads get them ordered because they're so cheap and they're brilliant and uh you just basically push the hooks into the foam and they lay flush they sit there yeah you pull them out every yeah. time and they are Perfect. dead straight yeah and like even if you're paying ten dollars a lure that's still ten about, bucks a lure it's not a cheap it's not a cheap hobby so you want to no. look after your gear no it is not a cheap hobby <laughs> whatsoever and like ten dollars hurts but if you get a tire trans am on yeah. that's thirty five dollars yeah. now <laughs> and yeah. i think if you listen to the market with that i think uh 
they are have fallen completely off the people are just well not- look at bct i in my opinion they're just as good and yeah a third of the price yeah like, well less wh- and that's <laughs> like like our samaki and the and the shimmers yeah. and the, our berkeley's and so forth it's just incredible for yeah. half of that yeah. price yeah they had the monopoly at the start i must yeah. admit oh yeah but there they, was, like you said, there wasn't anything else like them. No, the no, time. there wasn't. There wasn't. Um, apart from the Freddy Buster. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of the Freddy yep. Busters. Yeah. Especially the Finn one. Yeah, yeah. You can yep. get the two types of Freddy Busters. You can get a big fatty. Yeah, yeah. He's at the Bay Marie, or you get the jogging one. <laughs> He's the <laughs> yeah. fit one. I yep. like the, and you're still going to catch fish on both. And yeah, Freddies are partial to them too. Just quietly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I absolutely love them. Um, there's a lot of them coming in, but there's like 19 to 21 dollars yeah. you don't need to pay 34 dollars yeah. so that's a bit of a thing um all right well let's go to an ad break and when we come back we will uh continue on this uh talkathon that we're having this morning Perfect. we'll be back after this song and an ad break i'll knock over the ad break first 4k1g is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week email at 4k1g 4k1g is on facebook and streaming beats at 4k1g.org and also on the frequency of 107.1 fm 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef, and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest ice box around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show.
Crank it with us on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark. Every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. with K1G. Too deadly. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan, or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging, and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State of the art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900 station sponsor Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carpet. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. 
Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G fishing show. I have my special guest Kyle in the in the studio with me and we're having an absolute ball. Dave Daly, I missed your calls during that very, very busy uh, break. I was taking lots of numbers, which means I've got the phones working. I've switched everything off and turned them back on again. There's a little sign that comes up saying that there was no Wi-Fi connection or so forth, but the calls are coming through, so it's working as much as I need to. If I try and make a call a little bit later to Emma and it doesn't work, I will be panicking and I'll give you a very quick call. But as it stands at the moment, we are sweet. Now, Muddy Gave, gave you a call yeah and he wanted to know like um i absolutely love grunter fishing especially and i do it with bait it, it's um and as you know luring's my passion but yep. fishing's fishing and yeah I yeah just get such a kick out of chasing these things with grunter and i don't know what it is but i'm just arsy with them i've caught so many really good, good grunter, grunter yeah uh my bait is pilchard yeah i absolutely and that was his question how do you bait it up what size hook yeah how do you attach it to the hook always always with what they call a carly or a yep. wide gap yep always you yep. know people they're my go-to hook for yep. everything pretty much for everything for yep. me people well not for everything sometimes i use suicides and that sort yep. of thing um but when i'm going with my pilchard um definitely the 50 wide gap or yep. carly or shiners which is what gamakatsu yeah 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 um you see apparently i heard for the great the, the shiners from gamakatsu were my favorite they are they're my favorite shiners i heard they're are not making them no more oh right yeah yeah you can still get them on ebay because that's oh well that's where right. i get them yeah, yeah for sure um so de definitely so we've covered that uh, mm. it's really hard at the moment to get good pilchers yeah especially like as soon as they defrost they're soft yep. as anything yep I buy mine as IQFs. Yep. Now, for those that don't know, IQF means individually quick, quick frozen. frozen. Yep. You can buy them as a block, but that takes too much skin off them and so yep. forth. Even if you let them thaw out properly, they, they, yep. they've got frostbite. Yeah. So individually quick frozen is the way I like to do it. And then like, I buy it in the four kilo box because when you go on camping, yeah. all, the, all the grunters are on. A kilo's yeah. not going to do oh, it. They, yeah, they Two go kilo's not going to yep. do it. For, for the most, if they're a decent size pilchard, I yep. cut it straight in half. Don't okay. try and get three or four bits of yep. pilchard there, uh, uh, baits out of one pilchard. Yeah, grunters are pigs. Yeah, yeah, and they want a big bait. Yeah, they want a good size bait. For in my personal yep. opinion. Yeah. Um, so I cut it directly in half. Which is my favourite end? Do I prefer the tail end or do I prefer the head end? For jacks, because just quietly, and for those that don't know, and I'm going to let a big secret out of. They hang bag out. jacks cannot help themselves yeah yeah pilchard is their favorite bait yeah over mullet over anything yeah. else we, we've been there we've done that a million times yeah pilchard outfishes my any favorite other bait. bait for a mangrove jacks a butterfly whole pilchard yep. so, yeah yeah well i use the head end so yep. when i'm when i'm uh, you've got to find the tough bits of a pilchard if you just put it straight through the yep. meat a lot of the time, especially if, it, if they're not high-grade pilchards, yeah. they're just going to fly off yeah, on your cast. You no want to try and find gentle. the bone or the hard gristle. Or so how I like do that. it with the head is I actually, the first time I go through it is through its cheek plates. Yeah. So I'll put it through its 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 cheek plates and it, you'll feel it go click, click. So yeah. that's hard in there. And then I'll go through the body, but not just straight through the body. You've got to find its backbone. Yeah. And sometimes you've got to go in and out, feel A around for times, it four yeah. or five times until your hook will hit the backbone yep. and then you press press it in and you hear it go click yeah it just goes Doop. yeah and then you know you've got it for then that pilchard is on there yeah. solid yep. you're ready to go if you've got crap pilchards have been frozen to frosted or, or or something's happened in them to them over wa to yep. here doesn't matter how you hook them up yep. then 
they're, they're, they're crap. They're yeah. going to fly off, and they're very, very frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating, because that's the only bait I've brought yeah. along. Yeah, yeah. Um, tail section, exactly the same. Find the backbone both times. You don't do a half hitch or anything at the end? Nope. No? No, let it be as natural. Yeah, natural. Right. Okay. And obviously with grunter fishing, like, don't get confused. Don't don't get mixed up where people say you need a massive amount of run. You really yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah. You re- like grunters like run. Yeah, they there's do, no yeah. whistle butts. Yeah, there's no. But you don't have to be in a three and a half meter tide with a yeah. size ten ball sinker. Yeah, yeah. That just goes yeah. on the bottom. And what and about how your rig is? Like, do you do a paternoster or just a running no, ball? Or running, just a running, running. ball. If I'm using yeah. a sinker, that sinker runs straight to the hook. Yeah, straight to the hook. Exactly like my mate's a pro trout yeah. fisherman. Yeah, he does exactly the same. I, I don't think I do a different rig other than like if I'm out on the reef. That's yep. the only time I'll change no. up to a paternoster. If I'm going to use a sinker above it on a swivel, that would be if I'm whiting fishing yeah, or yep, something yep. like that. My, I've never missed with that ball sinker yep. running straight down to no, my wide gap. That's good. And yep. um, so I love both yep. sides of the pilchards um, when I'm bait fishing. They're both going to work, obviously. Yeah. Um, do you have a preference? Oh, head. Head. Head section. Yeah. We yep. all have a preference for yep. heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so um, that that's the way that I would go, yep. most definitely. Um, but if it's a huge pilchard then, and you can get two even halves out, I've got no problems with that whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that that I am different with, with my grunter fishing is that um, I have my reel and gear. Yeah. And, and we've mentioned this plenty of times on the show. Yeah. Ash, for instance, he has his drag backed off. Yeah, I'm a bait runner run. guy, so I yeah, so you're a bait runner. Yeah, 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 whereas I'm completely different. Yeah, right. I just love watching that rod just bend, bend over. over yeah. And you know when it's a proper grunner. Yeah, you're yeah. like, Ooh. oh, yeah. And they get, they get some fierce head shakes oh, yeah. up. The, oh, pound for pound, they are one of the hardest fighting fish, if you oh, they are. If not the hardest fighting yeah, fish. Yeah, and they're a really cool looking fish. Oh, yeah. They have so many different pattern variations. bloody beautiful. Don't they? They five out gorgeous. of five for me on the table. They are a beautiful fish. Well, when I was up at the Lucinda Fishing Lodge there a couple of weeks ago with my boys from Napa, um, I, the grunters that I caught, I cooked them um, on the gas um, little barbie that I brought up. And uh, opposed to cooking them um, in oil, I've done yeah. these ones in full butter. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Changes it, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> it, it, it you can hear your arteries going, <laughs> Marty, you're starting to annoy me. Yeah. But... It was just absolutely delicious. And if You'll I be had cooking a bit in of butter a, a bit more, you think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and if I had a dollop of um, garlic butter, that yeah, just yeah. would have set it off. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were so lazy with it. We didn't cook salads or anything like yeah. that. It was basically just a, uh, everyone got to to try it yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Too many blokes there and not enough fish sort yeah, of yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, but it went down very well, so it was a hit. No, good. And... Uh, and we were there on the weekend that was um, 30 knots. Yeah, it was yeah. literally 30 knots. Yeah. And we still happened to find grunters. Still we had to work fish. really, really, really yeah. hard for them. Um, and they weren't as big as the ones that we got at cattle. Yeah. It was just um, uh, it was just one of them trips. I absolutely love it. Well, I think one of the biggest grunters I've ever got is at that little wreck at the mouth of cattle there. Yeah. They hang out there a lot. Well, you know. uh, I'll tell you something about that little wreck. I've been going there forever. And that yeah. wreck's been there... Got to be coming on 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah easy. Uh, easy. That wreck used to, once upon a time, been in 17 foot of water. Yeah, right. It was 17 foot. Now it's in one foot. That's yeah. just Mother yeah. Nature doing her thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> Johnny Munro and I come in, and back in those days, and I still love trolling, that was our thing. Yeah. And why not? Oh, yeah. We used to yeah. kill it with it. 
and big fish. Do you not troll as much there now because of... No, uh, a cattle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll still troll. You still but, do, but, but not um, as much as you used as, to. No, no, nowhere no. near as much as what I used to. And this is not because of stigma or whatever. Do you think but it's because it's, it's you've learnt more as well? No, and it's very taxing on yeah, the body. Right. Yeah. I, like when I troll, it's not putting the rod in the rod hole yeah. and, and, and clicking the boat and gear and having a beer. Yeah. It's continuously working. That yeah. boat is in and out of the yeah, gear yeah, the yeah. whole time. Jigging when you go over the spot. Yeah, yeah. I mark fish when I come up to that fish. Yeah, she's right. out of gear, not yeah. jigging. That's when the barrows hit 90% of the time on yeah. that pause. But there's two things. It, it sounds easy, but, you know, jigging back and oh, forth yeah. the whole time and yeah. click and turn around, that's yeah. taxing on your shoulder yeah. and so forth. And the other thing is it, 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 it hurts the motor a bit. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. In and out of in gear. In and out of gear. Yeah. Yeah. Like a normal normal lifetime, it might be 5,000. Doing what I do. each time. Doing yeah. what I do, is yeah. it's in and out of gear. Yeah. Uh, 20-fold to a normal motor. Yeah. So that I'm conscious of that too. Yeah, um, Yeah. well, it's thing. a lot of money there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but we come into cattle this time, and um, beautiful morning. We chucked our swags up on the beach, and it was about 6 o'clock. Yeah. By half past, by half past 6, we had our 10 barrel. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we got all off the bow of that, of that trawler. Yeah, right. We troll yeah. over it, and we didn't have side imaging then no. it was just straight down yeah, imaging. Yeah, so yeah. all you saw was this big thing yeah. come up but we knew the trawlers there yeah. because of low tide it yeah. was so the master had a proper mast at that stage yeah. and everything yeah. and we, the only place you could troll because you didn't want your hull going through that mast or whatever you want to call yeah. it boom yeah um it was, was at that front bow yeah but that's where the barrows sat Word. because it was like yeah. a snag yeah. because that front bow had a rail on yeah. it, big giant body rails or hand yeah. rails, whatever you want and to call them, there. and they're sitting in there like it's a snake. So we'd yeah. come up, and you would hit that metal, that metal skeg, and go dunk, yeah. lure, and because it was metal and not timber, yeah. it would never snag up. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. go, dunk. Yeah. and as soon as you've done that, you drop your lure back, and next minute. I was just it's like when it did that all the barrel probably just gone like that I did and then shunk, that's yeah. exactly what I've, happened I've got a barrel pond at home so both of mine they're nearly 70 centimetres now my barrel you'll learn a lot from and them and I do I learn so much from them in their feeding habits and everything like that just yeah like if you hold it this far from the water if you move it this way like yeah. if you hit that side of the tank what are they going to do like I've yeah. learned a lot about that fish just from owning them yes but yeah yeah absolutely a lot of fun incredible they are yeah it's um uh i was telling a, my horrific story last week where i um i accidentally hooked myself yeah. uh, the barrow through it and, and locked me in the mouth and i was going through some photos through the week and uh since we're talking about cattle and my good mate surfy ian uh we're up there and he was uh, i still remember it like it was yesterday but it was trolling the 10 foot nitro and yeah. nitro is a tie a, a tri-color so you, you've got yeah. the fluoro yellow the black and yeah. and the reddish and so forth anyway this nice little barra is eating it um yeah. but illegal fish and um for whatever reason we didn't have the the net or something so surfy's bent down to get the 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 line to pull the barra on board yeah it's, you know, yeah normal. your comfort yeah, lift yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. no problem whatsoever same sort of situation as me just as he's gone to do that the barrow has jumped yeah and obviously it's it's got two sets free so whooshka it's gone straight and i mean deep as in the surface hand oh. the problem was is he's panicked so he's got his other hand to grab it and then the lure has 
disappeared into his other hand. So he's handcuffed himself. And because he had handcuffed himself, there was no movement. There was that no hurts, wriggle. Just thinking there was it. no wriggle room. So yeah. we couldn't it was locked straight. And it because cattle is is tidal. Yeah. So we had no way to, to get him home. Because and, and I said last week, you gotta learn how to get hooks out. Yeah. It's a very, very easy thing. Yeah. This was a different situation. And we had no tools on board, which I do now, because what we needed to do was physically snap the lure in half yeah, yeah, so yeah. that we could work on one hand yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. But we couldn't do that because we didn't have it. And we couldn't get no line in to pull each treble. So he had five five hooks in him. Oh. <laughs> Surfy, I'm so sorry. I'm still sorry to this day. Oh. And Surfy, Surfy's put himself through a lot of pain in his life. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them guys. Yeah. But this one was at the top of his yeah. list. I and after imagine. an hour, it, it was just pure. We just had to force them out. We couldn't pull them through or anything like that. And mm. uh, that ruined his trip. That yeah. was it. Game oh, over I can imagine, yeah. And we waited for the tide to come in. And uh, so that that's uh, – and I've, I've got the photo. Yeah. I've got the photo. And I'll show you the photo because you're yeah. cringe. Yeah. And um, if anyone wants it, I can put it up on the fishing page. And, uh, yeah, that's Because I've put it up, obviously, before. Yeah, yeah. Um, not on the fishing show, but on my personal page. And it, and it gets a lot of comments. Yeah, I, like, I think you oh, should put Lord. that up. Yeah. I think I, think I will. We'll yeah. find that. Hey, we're going to go to another song in an hour break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to in, in continue in the vein that we're travelling on. I think I might even try and give Gaz a call. Yeah. See how his brim tournament's going. Yeah. So that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough, Marty. I think we're done. <laughs> All right, here's Leave a little, little bit of Starship for you. Good old 80s. Love it.
everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.com. QLD.gov.au Station sponsor. The referendum is coming soon. It's important you're enrolled to vote. If you've recently changed your name or address or turned 18, you have to change your details or enrol now. Check your details or enrol online at aec.gov.au or pick up a form from any AEC office. When you vote, your answer matters. Enrol or update your details before 8pm Monday the 18th of September. Authorised by the Electoral Commissioner, Canberra. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town. With all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. We certainly are live across North Queensland on this awesome radio station 4K1G. I'm having the ball in here this morning with my special guest, Kyle. Now I'm crossing over to my best mate who's in the Brim Tournament up at Hinchinbrook. Good morning, Gazza. Hey, Marty. Hey, Kyle. How are you going? Good, Good mate. Yourself. I'm in the... Well, I'm leading the Brim Championship at the moment. <laughs> Typical. No one knew that, mate. Well, they do. Well, you would have told the world this morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've changed your profile picture to a big pikey. Well, it was a good one, mate. I got a thirty-centimetre brim on a golf soft plastic. Oh, first cast of the tournament. Yeah, so I thought I was on fire, but no, a little bit tough for us. Um, yesterday, we found heaps of fish, grunners, jacks. Um, obviously, magnificent brim. Yes, and uh, cod. Um, barracuda, the usual stuff. Rolled a couple of, of barras, um, but not uh, didn't put one in the boat. So a little bit of a tough one in barra sense, but yes. with fish. We were, if we were up here to bring some fish home, we would have had a good feed, but uh, it's not what it is. It's a catch and release. So. What about today, Gaz? Because I personally, on the second day, have uh, brought the odd barra home. Uh, maybe if I can find one, Marty, I would bring one home. <laughs> Yeah, and Please, the, don't talk, don't talk me up already. No, I've, I've talked you up, my friend. Talk, I'll cross over to you tomorrow, and you'll be sitting in your backyard eating the brim, mate. <laughs> I got faith in you, Gary. Come on, mate, bring one home. Good on you, Cole. We even let the fifty centimeter grunter go. Oh. That's a good grunt. What did the grunt eat? 
uh, gulp. Yeah. Berkeley gulp, soft plastic. So, uh, so yeah, no, it was good. We thought it was a barrel when it first come around the water. So, yeah, but yeah, you would have. Yeah, a little bit windy, um, not raining, but a little bit of wind around, but it's all right. We're just in Dungeness Creek at the moment and um, had a quick look in here and now we're about to head up the channel, so... Any fish up, Dunjo? Oh, we couldn't find any, mate. A few of the boys told me to go and have a look there. They, yep. they spoon-fed me a bit, but um, yep. there's already boats up there, so... Oh, okay. Well, they're probably sitting on it then. Yeah, so we, we're heading out now. We're just about back into the main creek and then we'll... Uh, take off up the channel to have a little look and see what we can find so yeah beautiful no, it's not, uh, excuse me it's nice but it's it's a little bit windy but at least it's not raining so uh yeah no it's all good and you're still a bit croaky mate you're not 100 percent, so that'd be a bit hard on you no not 100 percent. i've still got a little cough and a little bit of snuffles yeah in saying that out of 62 teams probably 30 of them are exactly the same yeah i mentioned mm. that this morning that you said that everyone's pretty crook it's, it's going, going around, around. a lot, mm. a lot yep. of the sniffles going around so uh so i'm holding my own mate we're going all right we had a, had a good day yesterday we're fishing with um chatham a mate from cardwell so um we're having a good day we had we had a, caught a few fish and we got a few spots to go to tomorrow so Bumped into good old Troy Jones up the channel fishing oh, yesterday. So. How's Jonesy going? Jonesy's good, mate. I haven't seen him for a while, so it's good to see Troy. He Is he still looking bodies. like Schwarzenegger? Oh, mate, he's a machine, that bloke. <laughs> he's, I had to. I actually got him to take his shirt off just to compare beside me. How'd he go? He was he... No, he wasn't even in the ballpark, mate. <laughs> no, I had a feeling, mate. I had a feeling. Six-pack. His six-pack is nowhere near as good as my six-pack. No. Unfortunately for me, my six-pack is down five flights of stairs and behind a big fat <laughs> cellar door. So, um, so yeah, it was nowhere near it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, good it was job. good to see Jonesy floating around. So uh, He's obviously yeah. not part of the tournament? No, no. Uh, Troy came up for a fish, so we had a bit of a yarn in the middle. You know, you pull it, you see someone in the creek, and you just float down the creek chin wagon, so... Yeah, good job. So, no, so it was good. We, and he's still we, a screw out at the prison? Oh, I think he is, yeah. I yeah. didn't ask him that, actually. Yeah, be a, be a long-time job yeah. there now. Very mentally yeah, taxing on you, that job would be. It could be a bit challenging, mate, asking the bloke if he's a screw and you're so big and you're alone in the channel together. <laughs> <laughs> you got your one in today. You got it in, Gazza. Well done. <laughs> All right, boys, I'll let you go. We're about to shoot off up the channel, so... All right, mate. Well, you stay safe. Um, say good day to Chatter for us. Hope you have a great time. Good luck, and, mate. And uh, enjoy yeah. the presentation to my... And my fingers are crossed that you win the Brim Trophy. Oh, I'm there, mate. King Brim. I think, yeah. I, I would shut everything mate. else down and just go up a really narrow little dark creek somewhere and concentrate on Brim all day. No, mate, the, uh, it's been pretty good because there's a few guys been asking me about my 53-centimetre jack, which I don't speak much about, but everyone else is. <laughs> he had to get it in there, oh, didn't he? <laughs> oh, I did. I got it in there. <laughs> right, boys. Unbelievable. Keep shaking your head, Marty. Keep oh, shaking it's pathetic, your head. isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. <laughs> See you, Uncle Gazza. Have a good day, mate. Have a good one. See you, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Crazy, crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, doing a little bit tough up there. Mm. A little bit windy on the water. Oh, I think the wind's going to hurt everyone this weekend a bit. Yeah, yeah. But there's still some uh, decent... I think yesterday was uh, out of the 64 teams, there was 260 
465 barrows, yep. which sounds like big numbers, but do the maths. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, because that's uh, 64, so that's um, uh, 65 teams. So it's 130 yeah. anglers. Yeah, it's, a, it's the there's that's and not there's big some numbers. gun anglers and amongst them too. Well, most of them have um uh, have got their bag of tens. Yeah. and so forth. Um, and the the leading ones have a really good average. Yeah, right. Um, fish between 80s and and 65s yep. and so forth so that's going to give you a good average bag i think the biggest barrier yesterday was 94 or 96 yeah, one of them right. too yep. so and uh when you put that in the perspective for such good fishermen and modern day technology uh, it shows that hinchinbrook still a, it can be oh, a tough place definitely yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. so um mind you the last few years most years there's um there's been a meter or two come on board especially yep. those that can get to hectate or or any of them other sort of holes that hold them bigger, bigger barramundi fish, yep. and so forth so yeah what gear are you using these days kyle um oh for me flicking of I'm using a Shimano Corrado at the moment. They're a lovely um, little reel, hey. And just one of the Atomic Arrows, actually, I've just changed to on my rod. Um, yep. I find it, I've found it very good. I was using... Lovely rod. Yeah, I was using just a um, Daiwa, I think it was Apache or something like that, just a cheaper cheaper rod. But I've found that this um, Atomic Arrows, I'm definitely a lot better yeah. in there. A little bit lighter tip and everything as well, so... Yeah. 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 Now, Money was asking before when we're talking about Grunner, his favourite go-to lure is a gold bomber. Yeah. I've, I've personally yep. never ever caught one on a gold bomber. Um, the they ones catch I have everything. Caught, they definitely catch everything. So I can't <laughs> see him not catching a Grunner. Of course, most <laughs> yeah. definitely. Um, Grunner is certainly not the fish I target. With, with lures, lures. Yeah, yeah definitely not I've, and uh, some people out there would yeah I can't. Oh, like, i've seen people target maybe a vibe if that's that's how i like do it a hole, but I've, yeah. I've caught i think three yeah in one day but i wasn't chasing grunners yeah, so yeah. it was um chasing barras and obviously and um you know barras and and grunners work i often um in the same areas when i do look for my grunner i love being on the edges of um mud bars or yeah, sandbags yeah, yep, in yep, the middle, especially right the ones the that come out into the middle of the system yeah right yeah. um and i'm hoping like all hell they're shell and grit yeah, yeah mixed yeah. in with it yeah and uh and i fish the drop off and cast back to the sandbar yeah that's i've always found like. your shelly banks and everything hold your grunner yeah. on the right especially side side. when you have got them big tides yeah because when you've got that big three meter run or whatever um it makes it very hard if you're fishing in open water so i'll I'll line myself up in front of a mud bar. Yeah. And so essentially you have plateaus of water. It's, you're sitting you're sitting in um in in, in boils. Yeah. So, yeah. Little um, eddies everywhere. Yeah, and there's eddies like that. from thank yeah. you. I was trying to find yeah. the word. <laughs> and then um and so there's still tidal run tearing past you, but yeah. where your bait is sitting, yeah. it's in it's, a, it's still, gonna sit yeah. sit where you want it to sit. So that's what I look for. And yeah, I do right. very, very well. Yeah. And over night time, like I've mentioned before, Jacks, they will come a mile yeah. out of the timber. A hundred percent. Yeah, you will be in the middle of the creek yeah. with nothing but mud and you can catch not one bycatch of a jack. I'm yeah. talking jack after jack yeah. after jack. They just come out. And this one particular spot which uh, the boys and I fish at cattle where Jakey and I were a couple of weeks ago that we've I don't know how many jacks we've caught out of there. Yeah. It's just been a, a fantastic sort of it's yeah, just right. a hot spot. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And um I'm lucky enough to never turn up and someone's fishing it. Yeah, right. Yep. It's uh, and people who would go past me would go what are you Why doing are you there? fishing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's a strange, strange place to fish, and and uh, if they've got their fishing hat on, I'd be wanting to know more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and 
fool them for not coming back and checking, checking out what I was out. sitting yeah. on yeah. Um, a little bit later on in the piece. Yeah. So, no, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's really, really good. What's your personal best barra so far? 90, I know you haven't been doing it for long. 99 centimetres. 99. Salty or freshy? Salty. Uplands, actually. It was at Uplands, down the bottom of the wall, after yep. the 2019 floods. I think. You I reckon caught, he come over from the top? Yeah, I caught... Oh, well, no, he was a nice silver barra, so no, oh, he's, he he's come up. Um, but I'd caught 15, 16 barra all around the 60 to 80. And then I knew this one was a bit bigger and I actually had to walk back across the rocks and bring him up onto the grass. And yeah, yeah, I got him there and I measured him. I tried stretching him, but I couldn't get him to that meter, could I? But ha! no, he, he swam off for another day. So I was happy about that. But, yeah. yeah beautiful and that was actually on a gold bomber so there yep. you go the gold bomber coming in clutch again yeah definitely <clears throat> and you um your main way of chasing them at the moment you're flicking lures yeah flicking lures i'm using you're snag bashing essentially yeah, pretty much yeah but while i'm snag bashing i always got an eye on that sander if we float over something i'll yep. pull up just yep. chuck it in spot lock and yeah sit there quite often bit. now a lot of us guys we switch it off yeah uh, so that there's not that continuous yeah. transducer yeah. ticking just any especially when we're desperate yeah, yeah. if we're if, if we're doing it t- yeah. doing it tough yeah. we'll, we'll shut all of our electronics down to, yeah. to stop that ticking under the water and uh, um and that is uh, super essential in the freshwater situation oh, yeah, impoundments and so yep, forth yep. Um, i think there's a gentleman called groover who's an incredible guide very very good he's in the territory at the moment and he would uh, run over his barrow once boom there yep. they are find them come yep. around that was it everything yep. got switched off yeah, as soon right. as you, and then okay. no electric yeah yep. he drops the plonk down really important to think about yeah, having right, the plonk okay. in the boat yeah yeah because yeah i've just got a bit of railway truck cut that's yeah, that, yeah, that that will work, no problem, as long as it's weighty. That's yeah. all you need. Because um, to our listeners, you've got to remember that electric's continuously on and off. And and same deal, if you put your head underwater, not in cattle, but yeah. if you put your head underwater, you'll hear a lot of oh, noise. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can put cones on the on the shaft of your yeah. motor and all sorts of things to try. You, no, it no doesn't matter what, it's still it. thing, yeah. Hence why the tyres are grooving, whatever, they will drop. Once they yeah. find, that plonk goes down. That's and it. And the steps in the boat get quieter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, and, yeah. and um, like if you're fishing with them and you're noisy in the boat, yeah. you'll soon get yeah, told, told off. Because yeah. they're really, really serious yeah. into it and so forth. I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit more... No, I suppose... Uh, yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, unless I'm... Like if I'm leading or yeah. if I'm near the top or whatever, yeah. I, I'll then, then go into competition time. mode yeah. and so forth. But that was in my younger years. Yeah. Um, now it's a little bit more looking for the oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the big yeah. nights, they yeah. don't last as yeah, long as what no, they used they to now. Don't. Now at the tournaments, um, I'm quite happy to shoot back at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, sit and you don't say goodbye to anyone. No, you because just, then you, just you get sneak sucked out. in again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just you just drift off like creeping Jesus, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and go straight out. <laughs> so, yeah, look, I'm hoping the boys are having a fantastic time uh, at the tournament this weekend. And um, it looks like the rain gods have stayed away, yes, so that's a nice thing. And it should be pretty good. I'm in two minds whether I should go for a bit of a fish tonight. Um, I wouldn't mind. I'm a bit tired at the moment. have got a lot going on. So, um, I think it'll be too windy. Probably. If yeah. I did go, I'd be stuck yeah. in the harbour, nowhere else. I couldn't yeah. go outside or anything. Because even if it if it dropped down to two knots now, I've still got swell coming in yeah, for exactly. the rest of the night. Yeah. And that swell doesn't work for me on the outside walls. And it's too risky anyway if I want to do a troll because yeah, it's yeah. very easy to be picked up by a green one and, and yeah. put onto the rocks and yeah. the fiberglass boats. Don't, don't tend to like no, that. Definitely not. So even though I tend not to troll 
like I see people trolling, and when they troll, they're like right on top. They're right yeah. beside the rocks. You'd, no, yeah. no, no. And you, that, that's where you're going to pick up a lot of cod, and yeah, a lot of yeah, juvenile yeah, barra yeah. and so forth. I like to sit about two meters off yeah, right. in that range of eight to 12 foot. That's yeah. my primo, Okay, yeah. eight to 12 foot. And um, it's, um, uh, I don't run side imaging. There's too yeah. much going on on the yeah, side right. imaging. Yeah, the yeah, only yeah. time I run side imaging when I troll is when I come to the end of the wall, which is yeah. my favorite places to troll, the tips yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. And I've explained this before also too, because when the engineers or the excavator drivers, for whatever, think of a rock wall um, like a, a match, yeah. a match head. So you've got the long stick, which is yeah. the wall, and then at the end you've got the bit that you burn, yeah, that big yeah. bulb yeah. that comes out. So that essentially is... Uh, outcrop yep, that's a yep. rocky outcrop and people will tend to they just keep going straight they yep. control straight over when i get to the tips of my walls 99 percent of the time i'm going on a 45 yeah and then out and down. yeah yeah i'll go on a 45 degree angle on that end there because i want the edge of them rocks yeah, so yep. i've got a particular rock wall down there where i'm actually about 40 meters 35 to 40 yeah, right. meters out from off, off the wall yep. out because there's sets of rocks out there yep. that you need side imaging to know about. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, if you run over it on 2D, you'll see it. Yeah. Or 3D. But, um, and that's where your big girls sit. Yeah, Not right. just the big girls. Yeah. But them nice take-home size, yeah. them, them smaller 80-centimeter fish. And yeah, I never thought about the rock wall like that, like you said, a matchstick. Have stick, to think so, about yeah. that. And, yeah. and I've in my columns that I've written and so forth, um, it, if you put all the walls together, there's the, let's say there's eight kilometres of wall, yeah, right? Yeah. If you put them all in one line, yeah. Out of the eight kilometres, I've fished 500 metres of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So the, it, all of my trolls are very, 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 very rarely, unless yeah. it's a new wall yeah. and I'm scoping it, yeah. very rarely do I troll the whole wall. Yeah, yeah. I just go to little sections of the wall where yeah. I know there's an outcrop, you know, yeah. where there's, where there's uh, it drops. Are you ever finding new sections, like on an old wall? No, and I haven't started the new wall yet. There's too yeah. much commotion for me. And yeah. from what I've been told, there's barras there yeah, right. already. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it has shut down a little bit. We've got a dredger out the front that's yeah. yeah. um, doing... Phenomenal work for us for for the port. Yeah, um, that's. Um, uh, I think that's all about in a few years' time when we're going to have a naval base and and bigger, better yeah. cruise ships yeah, are coming yeah, in that yeah. sort of thing. So I'm all for that. Yeah, tourism, tourism, great for our city. 100. Um, percent And but I've I've noticed the fishing, especially on my outside walls, have yeah. shut down a little yeah, bit. Right. They're yeah. still there. Yeah, but I work a lot harder to find them. Yeah. So uh, and. And the weather hasn't been conducive for me to do what I want to do. Yeah, um, yeah. I can still. I don't like trolling in the chop in the rough. No, and and barras are lazy too. They don't like, but they will sit on them rocks out further. Yeah, just yeah. minding their own business until a classic barra ten footer comes over yeah. the top, and then hopefully wooshka. Wooshka. And yeah. there's nothing better for me than that yeah. hit yeah. on the troll. Um, because it's it's everything's on the jig for me, so yeah, it, yeah. my line is slightly slack because I I drop it back so yeah. that my lure can naturally float up a little bit. And classics, yeah. <clears throat> the reason I like classic barrows so much is when you jig them, when you hit them at depth, and you and you pause, they kind of sit there for a second, yeah. like they, they just, suspend yeah. before everything kicks in and they go, "Oh, I've got to start floating," yeah, and they then they start the floating up. Yeah. But when you first hit it yeah then they're not rising and you second, see that second and a half yeah yeah you does. see yeah. that in the pool compared to any other lure yeah, yeah. and there's something about it. so i hope that rob never ever changes yeah the design 
<clears throat> or whatever it is that he's doing. Um, if I've got a little bit of toll run, I'm very receptive to putting uh, suspender dots underneath yeah, right. my lures, okay. lead. Yeah, yeah. So I stick, and I get them from Storm. Yeah. Uh, we can't buy them here. Um, so I get them uh, overseas from the States and basically yeah. they're a lead sticker. Yeah, they just stick on the yeah, bottom yeah. of the lure. And I stick yeah. them under the chin and, and a couple in the middle of the lure. Yeah, right. And when I test it out, even though in your hand it doesn't feel like it makes a world of difference yeah, to the lure, yeah. it just pours it. Same as all of my timber lures. Yeah, yeah. Like my um, old dogs or cooler bums yeah. or, or HJs or all of them. Depending, like the good old days, the original timbers, the yeah. original cedar, the, the world has slowed up. We need yeah. to – so it's very, very hard to get them lures. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of them now are made with balsa. And remember, yeah. the lure maker needs to make money too. Yeah, yeah, And that, yeah. the other timbers well, are – Well, Adrian sticks – well, he uses any bit of timber. So yeah, yeah, it, definitely. Yeah. definitely. And he makes some bloody good lures yeah. out of them too. Oh, bro – We'll talk yeah. about them. Um, so, like, and your balsa wood is very buoyant. Yeah, she'll, she'll float yeah, up yeah. very, very quickly. So, so you need a lot more lead for that put, timber. Yeah. Put lead on your lures, yeah. guys and girls. It, it makes a big difference. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember Naughty used to use, I think um, they used to use lead around tennis rackets to weight the tennis oh, rackets yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 he yeah, used to use yeah. them. Yeah, right. And I, I use suspender dots. And yeah. uh, you see that because instead of – because pause is very, very important oh, in our sport. Yeah. Whether it be barra or, or Nine whatever. Nine times out of ten, they're smacking it that's, on the pause. That's when they smack yep. it. So if you're pausing and the lure just goes whoop, straight yep. up and you've lost all of your depth, yeah. <coughs> especially if you're in the strike zone, defeats the purpose of it. Yeah. So you put that lead on there, you see Stops it slow it. right yep. up, and it makes a big difference. Yeah, you right. get a lot more fish. But like I was saying, when you get hit on that pause when you're trolling, it, I, I think about it in my sleep yeah. it, 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 over and over. Just Especially when I've gone out and I've caught a meter or something yeah. like that because you get that and yeah. it just like hits you. And yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, dreams are made of yeah. it. It's good. <laughs> that you hear yeah. of, I was, like I was talking about me barras in the yep. pond, they can be right down the bottom of the pond and are uh, eating a pilchard off the bottom of the pond yep. and you can hear it clearly from five metres away from the pond. They're amazing. Yeah. Like, and unreal. the big barras, the real big girls, yep. their touch is really slight because yep. what they've essentially done is they've swallowed, like the problem we were talking about before, yep. they swallowed that halco yep. down. So when they've hit it, it's just gone because it's hit the side. Yeah, and then you come up connected, and all of a sudden you're losing thirty meters of line in yeah. a big hurry, and you're like, "Ooh, yeah, I've got a property." But then you'll be trolling along, and a sixty will eat you and just about tear you out the boat. Yeah, it's just a crack. Yeah, because every part of it is is yeah. hit the lure because yeah. they're not big enough to swallow the whole, even though they're called bucket mouths. Yeah, and rightly so. Yeah, you, you quite often don't ever. If you get hit on the troll or when you're throwing a lure around or whatever, if it's a gentle touch, that doesn't mean that it's a small fish. That's exactly right. Could be an yep. absolute horse the, of a that fish. That 99, I, before it took off for the first, I thought it was oh another small fish. And then all of a sudden it came up and took off. Oh, it wasn't a small fish. And that was my littlest take of the day at Aplins that day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. How good is that? Yeah. You and what? 108 other oh, people. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Beautiful. All right, let's go to a song in that break. And when we come back after their mads, I'm hopefully going to be talking to Emma from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. She would be having a very busy weekend there. We won't be too far away. Thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. Thank you so much to our show sponsors. You mean the world to us. Without you guys, Gaz and I wouldn't uh, be able to continue doing what we love doing. All right, we're going to be back after this song. Let's get it started. Why am I soft in the middle now? 
Why am I soft in the middle of the rest of my life? It's so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away in my well-lit room. Mr. Beer Melon, Beer Melon, get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you be my bodyguard, I can be your lawn. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and all my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model? Now that my role model is gone, gone. He duck back down the alley with some roly poly little bat faced girl. All and allegations If you'll be my bodyguard I can be your long lost pal I can call you Betty And Betty when you call me You can call me out Call me out
G'day, this is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four-star and above washing machines from $544. Four-star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four-star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. <laughs> Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Townsville's 4K1G. Cruising down the street in my Commodore. Aboriginal woman. <laughs> down to the streets, I would roll. I heard it on my radio. Mixing up a daily variety of music 24-7. Stand by me. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G 107.1 FM. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville-owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town, with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. 
station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to our awesome show. Continuing in that vein, we have Emma from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Good morning, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, we are fantastic. And what a beautiful day, apparently, you have in your neck of the woods this morning. It is. It is lovely, nice and sunny here. A little bit of a breeze blowing, but yes, it's absolutely stunning as usual. Yes. And uh, hopefully the boys are, are feeling all right. <laughs> I think they're feeling all right. I don't know how dusty a few of them are, but like um, I was saying to you in the ad break, um, I think the flu's hit a fair few of them, so it might be a bit quieter than what it normally is, but you're always going to get the rowdy ones anyway. Yeah, well, I feel like first night fever hit a few of them, and then last night I, they probably were feeling pretty probably a bit dusty last night yes um <laughs> tonight will be the telling night this is yeah, when they really let their hair down i think so yes yeah so i think i saw 298 barrow were caught yesterday oh was it 298 i thought it was 265 or something so you're probably right i couldn't remember i read it at yeah. like three o'clock in the morning so yeah <laughs> yeah so that's a that's a lot of barrow so i thought wow that's uh Good effort on, on behalf of uh, the, the squad. So hopefully um, they yeah, have another good day today and see what, see what the comp brings. Yeah, I, I think the um, uh, biggest barrel yesterday was 96 or something like that. Oh, I can oh. see that being beaten today. I have half yep. a feeling. And uh, some really good numbers, Emma. Like so a lot of the winning team at the moment, Johnny Millard and, and, uh, and co, um, they're averaging a bag of like 70 centimetres. Over 10 fish, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, good on them. yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely. So yeah, so, uh, I love seeing at the end you see the tally of you know <coughs> who caught what and how many fish and that's um, yeah, it's really it's yeah, it's interesting to see you know what the main species is and yeah, I do like to go through the stats at the end and have a look. Yeah, and, well, yeah it's always interesting. People always freak out when oh, there's a barracomp and it's oh well, you know it's catch and release, so you know the fish are still there. So. The fish are still there. <laughs> <They'll> freak out, <laughs> most definitely. And uh, yeah, when um, the Townsville Game Fishing Club put up the uh, scores last night, that that is the best that I've seen. It was um, on my Facebook page, if you're on their page, um, the way that it was formatted, it was uh, really, really good. So me sitting at home knew exactly where everyone was in the position and, you know, yeah. all, all 60 teams and I kept having to keep scrolling to find where Gaz was, though. My thumb got yeah. tired, so I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Funny. But, but, um, still today to redeem yourself. Oh, and he will. He's a little bit arsy like that, so he will almost definitely redeem himself. And uh, I think he's, <laughs> like, he doesn't sound 100% himself so he's not no 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 which is a bit disappointing for him but uh he'll come good at the end of the day he's fishing so yeah that's right could be a whole lot worse yeah it's all a bit of fun hey like i got sent a couple of drunken text photos from a couple of them on the friday night because gab's fishing it so Uh got to see got to see a couple of um drunken shenanigans there and they look like they're having a lot of fun so yeah it's nice they all get together and yeah have a good time so beautiful how did gab go Yeah, it's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Paulie and Nigel and Gav, so they're in team together. Um, Yeah, no, they're doing good. They're doing good. I think they're twenty something. I think I saw on the thing. So that's pretty good. 
Yeah, so they, they had a good day yesterday, so hopefully I haven't spoken to them yet this morning, so I've tried to ring, but um, they must be busy catching a heap of fish. So oh, let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Later. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he's, got, he's got to redeem himself from his um, kerfuffle at the fly fishing comp last weekend. So. <laughs> oh, what, why, what happened there? Give me some goss. <laughs> well, I'll just say that uh, Gaz made a very good meme about Gav. Um, dropping the net. Last oh, no. I'll, I'll have to share it. <laughs> yes, please. I want to see it. Did, did he drop the net while trying to land the fish? Yeah, so he's copped a bit of um, curry over it, but he did win a, um, a fishing rod over the hole for the... It was a pity prize, I think, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, a prize is a prize. You're taking it. Uh, a pity prize, you know, it's, it's worth it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, anyone sitting at home going, oh, I'd love to come up to the lodge this weekend. <clears throat> it ain't happening no. this weekend. No, there's nothing. And for school holidays, um, the only thing that I have available is the four-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, which is available Monday and Tuesday this week. And that right. is it. Yep. I have nothing else available for the rest of the school holidays. The next availability comes up um, the first week of October, so just after that October long weekend. Yep. Um, I've had some cancellations for October. Everyone knows October, fantastic time to come up here, do yes. a bit of fishing. So Best time to fish, Em. Oh, it's a golden time, so yeah. there is some spots there in October. Um, I did share another apartment that was available yesterday, um, and it was gone for the school holidays. That was the the waterfront apartment number four. So, you yes. know, this time of year is just, yeah, we only have the 10 apartments, so you really have to get in quick and, and book for your time. But, yeah, it's absolutely glamorous time of year, and, yeah, people are loving it. So. Well, now that we've put uh, aired that on the show this morning, I dare say that that one that is left is going to go very, very quickly. Get onto it now, yeah. listeners. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, there's one. Le- and for Christmas, there's one left for Christmas. So it's a four-sleeper, so king bed in the bedroom and two singles in the living area. Yeah. Um, just enough for a family if you want to come up for that Christmas time. Um, it gives you a boat space on the pontoon as well where you can moor your boat and it's a fully self-contained apartment. So Beautiful. Yeah, there's that one left for Christmas time. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's coming around quick. We don't realise, you know, there's not much until the end of the year. Just you blink and it's gone. Yes, it, it's exactly. Like people are already starting to talk about, is it too early to put up Christmas lights? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is too early. Yeah. You've already got no, yours no, up, no, haven't no, you, Emma? <laughs> Not yet. It's a wee bit early, but, you know, probably not long to go. <laughs> no, I think with the world being so harsh, people uh, look more and more forward to Christmas and just um, and uh, for a happy time of year, which unfortunately yeah. it's not always a happy time of year. It's a sad time of year for many, but we take it for what it is, don't we, Em? That's right. And, you know, who doesn't like looking at Christmas lights? <laughs> no, no, no. We, we always do it. We uh, take the family. We absolutely love it. And um, go take the bloody... Mother-in-law, but no, <laughs> no, 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 I don't mean that at all. But no, she, um, no, we we have a really, really good time. And there's, I know over in Kerwin, there's this lady, and she makes an absolute roaring trade. You know how when you go to the markets and everything, and then people have them big light-up sticks and things that spin around and all oh, that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She sits on the side of the road there, and uh, and every time, every every year, there's like five cars pop pulled up with kids everywhere trying to buy these um, oh, light things. Lovely. So Yeah, good on them. And that's, that's Christmas, lovely. isn't it? That yes, is that's right. Lovely. Fantastic. Brings the Christmas spirit. <laughs> 100%. M, how do our listeners get hold of you to book out this final room in the school holidays or to make a booking at any time of the year? 
Uh, you can give me a call on 0477 Um You can jump on the website, www.lucindafishinglodge.com.au yes. um, or keep an eye out on the Facebook. We're always posting up photos and, and videos of things and you can uh, always find some information on there as well. So, yeah, give me a call if you want to ask about anything. Um, but, yeah, it's, where would you rather be, really? Oh, <laughs> most definitely. Here. <laughs> most definitely, I agree. Emma, it's been lovely talking to you this morning. You have a fantastic weekend. Say good day to Gaz for us. Put some Panadol in him and send him on his way, would you? I will. I'm, I might go and leave a care package there for him when he gets back. Oh, that sounds good. He'll get a kick out of that. Panadol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, mate. All right. Hey, have a good one. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. See you, okay, Emma. Bye. Bye. Ah, oh, there we go. Emma from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. And we're going to go to our next uh, ad break very, very shortly. And uh, when we come back, uh, in between then and talking to Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafoods, I want to touch on uh, crabbing a bit with you because yep. uh, we don't talk about it often. And uh, whether you don't call yourself an extraordinaire or not, <laughs> you are very, very handy with it. So I want to um, uh, quiz you and, and get some information. We don't need yep. to talk about the microwave crabbing. Yep. We've covered that well, but any other little hints. Now, before I do go... Um, um, I just want to um, say something very, very quick about something that happened during the week for me. And basically, so to all of my wonderful listeners, some whom respect me and my opinions and other that barely tolerate me and maybe even dislike me and for what I stand for. Well, I need to have a quick chat with all of you guys. Um, during this past week, there was a complaint made against me stating that I want to inflict violence against the Queensland fisheries or other first respondents. This claim has come from last week's episode which this said person has got it completely and totally incredibly wrong it's a, very very unjust those that have listened to me for the past 15 years on this station or on this show will know that i have never never implied violence to be taken against anyone, let alone first respondents, including our Queensland fisheries. Yes, I hold a grudge towards the fisheries, only because of an unjust fine I incurred wrongly quite a few years ago regarding taking a photo of a barrier out of season. I'm not ashamed of that, and, uh, and it is what it is. So my grudge, my grudge is simply and justly that. Never have I incited harm on any of them. In saying that, there are trees that bear bad fruit and i think this person who has uh put this complaint in against me is uh, is uh some of that fruit fruit some years ago we had a fisheries officer on the show with gaz and i and he said what happened to me was wrong on every level um i won't bother explaining to you what happened but he was ashamed of the way the fisheries went about it and gave me the fine and and, and basically gave me the fine in my workplace which was aqua aquamarine at that at that stage done it in front of customers done it in uh, in front of my manager and it caused me a lot of stress at that time and that it just shouldn't have happened and it did and it was for taking a photo of a barrier out of season which less than two weeks later they decided that's a really really stupid rule and and fathers and daughters should be allowed to take a photo of of, of their daughter's first barrier whether it be in january or whether it be in november just a horrible decision so they canned it uh, I obviously didn't get an apology or my money back, but that, that's where my grudge, grudge laid. Um, <clears throat> on top of that, um, she is also wanting to report this incident, incident to the board of the media, which is the, the hierarchy. Uh, at first, I was really, really upset, I must admit, but now I find it almost laughable. The lady who made this complaint is a long-time listener, or so she says she is, uh, so of 
every episode she may listen to, I guarantee that this episode, this one right now, she won't miss because she'll want to be hearing what, what, I, what I want to say. So I employ her, I implore her uh, to ring in, uh, to contact me now. The, co- the station number is 47244824. Air your grievances with me. This is an open station. We can do this civilly. And uh, you can talk to me and say where I was wrong. And then I can talk to you and say where you're unbelievably wrong. Unbelievably. But you are allowed your your opinion on this. So go ahead. Please give me a call so we can have a chat. Um, For those... uh, to, that listen to this talkback show, and basically we are, um, you will know that um, that you'll be able to go to the podcast. Now, if, if you listen to last week's podcast with this situation which this person um, is talking about and put a very serious complaint in against me, it's between 165 minutes and, uh, and to 170 minutes. Like I've said repeatedly now, completely, absolutely wrong what you're saying. I'm a passionate person and I know right from wrong. My sisters were police officers, my father-in-law the same, who sadly took his life directly after leaving the, res- uh, the police force. And my respect for them is beyond words. Yet you label me to be someone who wants to incite violence against them. You should be ashamed. I'm sorry, but you should really be ashamed. My name is Marty and I fight for what is right and I fight harder for what is wrong. For what repercussions come from this statement, you know what? I don't really care because I know what's right. I am a fisho, a family man, and I'm, well re- and I'm a well-respected man. Not all. That's granted. There's no problem with that. But if you're going to make complaints and accusations, at least make them so that they are true. We are an open forum and all are allowed their opinions. But I think you need to have a good hard look at yourself. And uh, I'm sorry, sorry that you got it completely mixed up. Anyway, let's play a bit of a song and keep going. And thanks for taking the time to have a bit of a listen to me there. Sorry if it was a rant, but I felt it important. Uh, Obviously, no names were mentioned. I don't know, like I say, what repercussions will come from that or if I can get in trouble from that. But when it's wrong, it's wrong and and, and, uh, shouldn't have done that to me. All right, let's keep on going with the best fishing show around. song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy, in every life we have some trouble, but when you worry you make it double, don't worry, be happy, don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be 
Driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kaisan Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor. 
Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four-star and above washing machines from $544. Four-star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four-star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. We are having an absolute fantastic show here. I've got Kyle Curry and we're all about to talk about crabbing. And before that, we're a wonderful show sponsoring Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Good morning, Gordon. How are you? Not bad, yourselves? Good, good. It's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful day to be in the studio. We should be fishing, but here we are. I think that wind's up a little bit anyway, isn't it? Oh, mate, well, I'm over at Arcadia at a surf carnival, and it is blowing a gale over here. Ooh. Is it really? Well, that, you, you have weather. just made up my mind. We're each other out having a bit of fun and game. Oh, that sounds really good. So out of the shop today, you must really enjoy that when you get to uh, walk outside for a little bit and spend some time with the family. Oh, it's very good. You, you don't get, you got, you just got to take the opportunities when you can. Yeah, I bet. I, sure. I bet. And let me ask you a curious question. When you um, when you go out, do you ever order seafood or do you stay as far away from seafood as you can? Or well, when you're in a different city, do you ever venture into other seafood shops to, to see what the fishmongers uh, do there differently to what you may do? Oh, mate, I've, um, I've got good friends in Melbourne, Sydney and stuff like that. Yep. I often will go visit them and walk in their shop, have a look. Yep. No different do they come up to me and have a look at a bit, bit of different stuff we do. Yeah. Definitely, I bet. And do you learn stuff from that? Have you ever taken someone someone's idea and, and implemented it in your own store? Oh, for sure. It's, it's not like we've got a copy. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, so, and put it this way, sometimes you'll learn a, a technique which is uh, you get a better recovery out of it or you can get a better quality, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, no, I bet. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. We had some great feedback uh, via our show page on our discussions on that serious note that we had uh, last week. So where these discussions work and people certainly take note. Not everyone agreed with what you and I said, but for the most part, um, they were in great agreement and, and have the same concerns that you had. So um, so whatever you're doing and, and, and the way you're saying it is 100% working and I think you're a good advocate for the seafood industry. Oh, mate, right. As I said, it's um, you don't have to agree. No. But you actually, you actually got to understand that you've got to put some knowledge into it and some study and work it out. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people are blinded by this bloke said this, so it's got to be true. Yeah, for and, sure. And that's, a, and that's their choice. Yeah. You know, as I said, like everyone wants, like take solar panels, for example. Solar panels are great. They give you power. But 70% of the product can't be recycled. Yeah. So after, 20, after 20 years, what do you do with it? Yeah. One, one thing about a monofilament net, when you finish using it, you can actually break it down, give it to a bloke, and he melts it down and puts it in a block and gets recycled. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, you know what I mean? You can't even do that with a solar panel. No. No, and that, that's a great way of looking at it. The next however long. Yeah. Can you, if everything goes the, the way you want it to and, and, and the seafood industry gets put on the right track like it should and our fingers are crossed, can you see you've been, yourself being in the game for another 20 years, Gordon, or have you got a shorter plan than that? Put it this way, mate. If this goes through the way they want, there will not be a local seafood industry in Australia. No, there will not. <laughs> right? Because it's, it's scary to think about, isn't it? To stay afloat. Yeah. With, especially with the last two weeks with the new laws they put into the Gulf Carpentaria. Yes. Um, they don't understand the resources that we actually do for communities. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like the biggest fuel users in Karumba are the fishing trawlers mm-hmm. and fishing vessels. So all of a sudden, people in those villages in Karumba, Weeper and all that, will have no fuel because they don't have enough, or the fuel cost won't be a dollar, two dollars eighty a litre, or two dollars sixty a litre. It'll be five dollars a litre because of the cost of getting it there. Yeah. Because there's nothing coming back. No. You know what I mean? So they're the things that people don't realise. All your wharfs and jetties and rivers and stuff that have, have been forged through the communities over the years through fishing villages. Yes. You know, you go Ulladulla and all that down in northern New South Wales. They were all fishing villages before they were tourist resorts. They were. And without the fishing villages being there, they would never have been developed. Mm. No. Sure. And we're going to end all that. There's a great... And that's all going to be ended. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's and what they need to funny, think about. I was having a conversation with a mate of mine in Sydney and we were talking about fish farming because Mr Ferner reckons that's our new alternative. So <laughs> we actually... Northern Territory had sea cage fish farming. Yes. Right? It was owned by a Norwegian fishing company and they were growing it in the Northern Territory in the Hades for a long time. Before COVID, they packed it up, moved it to Malaysia. The same, all the cages, infrastructure, and everything like that, moved it all to Malaysia. Fish farm, the farm the fish in Malaysia because of the labour cost and everything, and it's cheaper. They land the fish fillets into Sydney now, and it undercut our domestic fish farms by about five dollars a kilo. Oh. And it's a beautiful sea sea grown. Uh, product yeah. it eats well and it's the closest to wild you can get Yes, and it all comes from Malaysia wow. money straight so, out of our country yeah. into another right. and the other thing that happens is the government actually gave them a, a shitload of cash yeah. to get started originally and all that technology got exported and it got taken over there yeah, and that's and that's the big. There's so many big issues that people are not looking into. No, well, put it this way: if, if fish farming is going to be our major source of seafood, we will be subsidising that industry for the rest of our lives hmm. <sighs> so, to be competitive on the world stage. Yeah, yeah, right. No, and I think most of our listeners are going to fully understand what you're trying to get across here it's getting clearer and clearer every week and uh right. and th- things are happening with like as i said take barra is an easy one because you have wild barra as your premium fish your second premium fish is a sea cage farms barra 
Your second premium fish is a pond cut, pond farmed barra. Then your third premium fish is an imported pond barra. Right? Right. The only difference is is that the imported pond barra to the Australian pond barra is that it's processed overseas and it's frozen. Okay. The local stuff we can do as a fresh product. Yes. The sea cage one is processed in Cone Bay and places like that in Western Australia, so their freight costs are phenomenal. Yeah, I can imagine. Right? Which is the bit their biggest cost is their freight. So that that gives it that they need a premium price for that. And then your wild fish is a tank of fuel, a little bit of net floating down a creek and catching uh, 100 kilos of fish to supply the local market domestically up and down Queensland Coast. Wow. So it's an interesting concept. It's like, and what they don't understand is there's no massive fortune in it, any of it. No. the costs of operating are expensive and what they're doing is actually taking everything out to a multinational company and giving every everything Seafood is the only industry that isn't controlled by multinationals. The only. There's a couple big. There's a, yeah. There's a couple big family operations. Yeah. But it's to make money in seafood, you've got to go to work and do it yourself. There's actually no one that is owns a hundred licenses and owns a hundred boats and everything like that that is making a fortune out of it all. Yeah. Like, there's no seafood company in Australia that's floated on the stock exchange. Yeah, yeah. Right? Even our two biggest, even our two biggest uh, fish farms in Australia are owned by one's owned by the Brazilians, and the other one's owned by a Canadian super fund. This so that is amazing. Are offshore. All offshore, and we're giving more of it to go offshore. What are we doing, Gordon? What are we doing? I don't know. Neither do I. Know, but, 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 you know, that's what people aren't realising. And the only way you can stop it there is by ringing up and annoying your local member. Because yeah, it right. hasn't gone through Parliament yet, and they're the ones that have got to say no. Yeah. Got to get our heads out of the sand and start doing it, I think. Everybody. Yeah, we do. And it's 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 not a done deal yet, but the signs aren't positive. Yeah. So, um, but the anyway, theory. Gordon, we, we commend you for the work that you are doing and for your voice. And uh, uh, apart from that, I hope you have a fantastic weekend with your family. Just try and forget about everything for a bit. We can find you on Ingham Road right next to Tackle World at Cleveland Bay Seafoods, an awesome, they best like seafood shop. See the boys. As I said, they got beautiful, fresh products. They're fish and everything like that so just go in and get what you need and we'll go from there yep and support a local all right no worries good on you god i love talking to you mate thank, thank you very you. much see you mate see you man there we go gordon gordon from cleveland bay seafoods and uh and i know we harp on about that a, a little bit and yeah. and um it, I, I don't think harping on is the is the right words to use because it's this is what what it's decisions get made here is is incredibly important to you mm. to me to my listeners to our listeners and and, and everyone else our children yeah. and uh like Gordo says he will shut down the, yeah. and, and, and my big concern is is the um is the the mental health 
of of a lot of the pro fishermen yeah. and a, and a lot of uh, and a lot of seafood industry workers. And on that note, like we always do, if you need to have a chat with anyone or if you're feeling a little bit down, one three double one one four. Give Lifeline a call. These people are incredible. Yeah, I think Thursday was Are You Okay Day. So are You Okay Day? Make sure your mates are okay. Go and have a beer. Give them a call. Yeah, because the sad thing is, it's the ones that do take their own lives. They're the ones we don't that, know. Yeah, they're the ones that are smiling and happiest usually. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. So, uh, very, very sad situation. And on a much better note, um, for my little um, speech that I said before, thank you so much for listening and and, and the uh, responses and text messages that I've uh, very quickly been able to flick over during our ad break. So, I, I um, really, really appreciate them. My, um, you people are fantastic and, and, and thanks for the support. And, and, and like everything, not everyone will agree with what I've done there, but that, that comes from the heart. And everything that Gaz and I do, I think, comes from the heart. And we love doing what we do on a Saturday morning. So, uh, very good. Crabbin. Yes. Crabbin. Give me some hints, baby. Oh, well, first of all, you need good quality gear. So yes. I use the Ultimate Pro Crab oh, Box. Ching. They, ching, they, ching. They are, they How are, good are they? They are great. The bait bags, just the strength of them, they are bloody good. They're gear. really good. And you don't have to replace them. The only way you'll have to replace them is if someone pulls one up and thinks it's too shiny and it belongs in their boat. But, Definitely. Hey, we've yeah. got a caller. We might just see if someone wants to have a yeah, chat about crabbing or whatever. <clears throat> good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Oh, good morning. You're just chasing the number? Yes, please. Have three. Yep. Okay. What are the names? Mark. Mark is 50. Uh, 56, sorry. 56. Mason is 57. Yep. Yep. And Hayley. And Hayley, you're 58, hon. Okay. All right, you have a lovely weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. Yep, okay, so quality gear, and, and they are definitely... Yeah, definitely good pots. Best, best around. But another thing is, I I find crabs are a migrating um, species as well. So yeah, I work them on the moon. So full moons, I'll put them in your deeper parts of your creek or out the mouth on the flats. Right on the full moons, on deeper the full parts. Moons, or and your big tides, do the same for your big tides. Yeah, so you net. put them in the deeper part on the or the flat. So one extreme or the other. Yep. Right. And then on your neap tides or your new moons. Find your small creeks, go up as far as you can, as far as the water allows you, drop them there and give them a good either overnight soak or minimum six-hour soak on your neap tides. Yeah. You need to leave them a bit longer on your neap tides, I find. Yes. But get right up as far as you can into them little gutters and little tributaries. That's where a little creek. boat like yours, Three Bungs, comes yeah. into its own. That's why I love that little thing. I can get out. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going out in 15 to 20s, but I can still no. get out around Cape Cleveland and everything and get up to them yeah. small, get up into them small little creeks in between the mangroves and everything. And yeah, also, you know, the other thing too, yeah, is people, share farmers, yeah, or thieves would be a lot less willing to go right up the back 100%. where they can't reverse out in a hurry yeah. when they hear another boat. And, and if Remembering you, that they might be going up there, can't see your float. That's right, yeah. To just drop yeah. their own pot, so don't jump to yeah. conclusions. I, I can. You can tell if your, post, your pot's being checked, like especially if you've and left don't it use violence. Hours. No, don't use violence, but especially <laughs> after six hours, you're going to know if your pot's being checked. Like your rope's going to be like all loose if it's being checked and whatnot, but... Yeah. Also, you need to use fresh baits. My go-to at the moment, I just go to my local butcher down the road, um, the Carnivore Candy Store, Riverway Meats, and I yes. get a box of chicken frames, 20 bucks, and I think there's about 50 chicken frames in it. That lasts me a month. 
of crabbing. So twenty dollars for bait. And the and chicken doesn't go rotten like a no. fish does. You can and catch a fresh fish, yeah. put it in and at the end of the day it's like it's been there six for six hours. Six hours later months. you you can't smell that chicken. No. You can't smell even overnight it's just yeah, it's just So you go and buy a box, box where where you get that from? I get that from Riverway Meats, twenty bucks, usually about fifty chooks in it. Uh, what, what as in just, just the, the frames. Just, just the, the frames. frames. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that there's enough meat on there or are they happy yeah. with the cartilage? So I usually do two frames a pot, each pot. And right. of yeah, they seem to yep. come, come from far and, that, and wide. They they can last a long time because obviously yeah. the crabs can't get to it because That's right. because yeah. of the netting and yeah. so forth. So what is your favourite moon? So we've talked about kings, we've talked about neeps. If you've got to choose, right, I need to go and get crabs, this is the tide, this is the moon I'm going on. My favourite tide is four days before the full moon. Yep, it'll that's be a, a very much towards my favourite time of fishing. It'll be a, it'll usually be a bit pretty big tide, usually around the three metre mark, usually comes down to about a metre, so there's usually two metres run, that's about my favourite run I okay. want for crabs. And yeah, out on the flats. Put them out on the flats. If there's little gutters going up into the flats or tiny little creeks, put them there. Yeah. And I find that you'll get a lot of crap. A lot of small ones, a lot of jennies, but you'll get your big boys cruising around as well and get them in there. For sure. And that's another thing I like about the Ultimate Pro Crab Pots with their little extraction hole. You're not sorting through so many crabs because the little crabs can go in and have a little feed and go out. Yeah really quickly and not have to fight and and that's a, that's a sustainability as well because yeah. um, how often do them big boys kill smash. that's what i was just about to say yeah. i never ever since having them ultimate pro crab have smashed up crabs in my pots anymore because the little ones just run away yeah if there's big ones in there so yeah definitely yeah. Mate, let me ask the million-dollar question, and, and this question has been asked, but is it a wives' tale when people say you can't put cod in a pot? <laughs> My biggest crab ever was on a cod. Was, was that a revenge 20, feed? 22 <laughs> centimetres across the back this crab was. and Ooh, it was baby! One, it was an over 50-centimetre cod I put in there for bait, so, yeah. And it got, went in there. It and, went in so there that kind of, that, that wives' tale is out the window. I think the one of the best baits because of how oily it is. Yeah, that, that's your why cod, people love spank, your salmon, mackerel. your mackerel, all of them three, some of your best fish baits you can get. Yeah. If I've got them in the freezer, I'll put half of one and a bit of chicken in but i've always got chicken in me pots now yeah i just find it crabs really well and how do you find the sustainability of of the crabbing industry because obviously there's a lot of professionals around who are good at their gig yeah um that every second bloke i know and woman wants yep. to go crabbing yep. and do yeah uh do, if is there life cycle is is there their rate of live big turnover or well i'm not i'm i'm not no expert on that but no, i will but say this year has been one of the best crabbing years i've had and like in saying that there's been as many pots as there has every other year and other people are catching them so yeah i'm i'm not sure they must just be breeding up a lot as well because yeah it's not getting any less or well there's a professional who makes his living off the flats out from yep. the coco cocky yep. yep. and and uh sandfly yep. all of them just that whole bait yeah and he makes a good living there very much so yeah i don't know they it's a very sustainable fishery if you ask me the crabbing at yep. the moment it's especially up coco coco really yep. in the big scheme of things is a tiny system well yeah yeah it always gets crap. Four pots are if i if i can get into coco on my tides that i like to go in coco and I'll put me four pots in there, just a solo mission. I bag out yes. nine times out of ten in cocoa. Right, right. 
That is um, Coco's a very good Craven Creek at the moment. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we'll get a couple of things out. Some people say you can freeze crab. For me, it's a no-no. I don't like to freeze it. No. I've got enough friends and family that I don't think you can get crook from it. I just find, well, the two or three times I've tried it, it just goes really mushy. Yeah, yuck. it's, It's like goo more than... Like, I know crab's a bit mushy as it is, but this is, yeah, like, you yeah. know that, um, I know you've got kids, you know that gooch stuff you put in the bath for yeah. them? That it literally feels like that. goes like that. that. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. that's not appetising no. whatsoever. Yeah. Do you, in the bigger tides, uh, are you one of the guys who uh, froze their pot up in the tree or tie it off? I, yeah, definitely got to tie them off. Yeah. Yep. 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 Even, like, I will say I've never had one of the ultimates roll on me, but then black and orange pots you get from BCF where they're, but they're a lot very lighter. light they're a lot lighter and in the bigger tides they roll you get a bit of weed in them and they start to roll and once yep. they start to get that roll they're gone and that's where it's important mm-hmm. you sort of and there's nothing wrong with them but mm-hmm. you're paying for what you get they'll exactly still catch right. heaps of yep. crabs yep. but the weight makes a big difference obviously yep. lighter materials means it's cheaper to make yep. the consumer buys it yep. cheaper yep. with the likes of ultimate you gotta understand you're gonna pay for them yep. it's not ridiculous but for a quality pot yeah well i've nearly had mine a year now and i was i was i used them bcf pots for two three years and i probably bought oh well i bought eight originally and i'd probably bought 10 in between before yeah. i bought the old i've not bought another ultimate pro crab pot because they're just always exactly they are and leave. when you put them together you need some force yeah it, i've got a, one of the what are they called the crab spreaders oh yeah so they're I good use that and it's perfect yeah yeah it. but your 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 young daughter or, or young fella like my young fella yeah. when we put an ultimate crab he couldn't no physically yeah. get that last peg in yeah and that tells you that you got quality yeah that they're tells you that come you got... apart in no size tired no no very very good crab pot all right let's go to a song in that break and when we come back we're going to continue having this chat it's a good chat too and uh and then towards the end of the show we're going to give away some really really cool (laughs) really cool prizes all right sit back listen to a bit of chocolate starfish love this version of the song for a destination
4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four star and above washing machines from $544. Four star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Morning Fishing Show. I might better turn my microphones up, otherwise I'm talking to literally nobody, Kyle. But we're good. Now, who did I miss a number for while I was on the phone? Who? Oh, Roscoe wanted one. Ah, Roscoe. All right, let's sort Roscoe out. Roscoe, you're number 64, mate. So, um, and thank you to all of my listeners have been patient this morning. Obviously, when there's one of us in the studio, it gets hectic, but uh, we enjoy doing it. I might just take one more call. I can see that uh, phone line lit up, so we'll say hello. Good morning, fishing show. Oh, mate, it's the other ando, mate. Here you go. Oh, good, other ando. How are you, mate? Hey, good. Hey, thanks for that chat that you had with Kyle about that runner and all of that, mate. That was um. Yeah, that was excellent, don't I? No, my pleasure. And I, uh, as, as people know, I'm a big fan of the Grunner, and I do have a bit of a knack for him, even though a lot of people run rings around me. But uh, go and get yourself some wide gap hooks. Uh, that pilchard, uh, like I said to you, that's the way to um, hook them on. Don't just put it straight through the meat of the pilly. Got to find that yeah. backbone. And on the head end, yeah, yeah, put it through the chin. Put, put it through the yeah. cheek guards of the, of the pilly. You'll hear it go crunch, crunch. And then bring yep. it through. So, um, and you'll find oh, that yeah. um, your grunter catches will go through the roof. Plus, your boy catches. Everything loves a pilly, yeah. mate. Ah, uh, mate, that, that's what I mean. And lots of people think pillies, mate, uh, not for in the creeks. But uh, as I said, whatever works works. And as you know, sometimes, mate, you just go to the least obvious thing. And, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but as you said, you know, if you're not getting getting it somewhere, you move it. Move your hook two feet and you'll get something. You know, it's yeah. marvellous what, what can happen. But Kyle's doing good, mate. So 
Yeah, Kyle's a great guest. Uh, we, we, we've had him in a couple of times and we always enjoy it. First time we got him in was like, oh, my God, how's this going to turn out? <laughs> we've got a vagrant in from the, <laughs> from the strand. Man, I, I didn't, he's, he's my godson. I didn't know whether he had a swear day in there, mate, but... I thought for sure it'd be filled up after. No, he uh, he is uh, very very well behaved and uh, and uh, he he distinguishes himself very well on our show. Gaz and I, on the other hand, well, we're just useless. <laughs> well, my wife can tell when I've been around Bruce too much because I swear all the time. Then. <laughs> well, I work with him. Where do you think I get it from? Ah, <laughs> uh, good on you, buddy. Can I get a number, mate? Yeah, mate. 65 for you. Uh, Thanks, Ando. I was born. In 65? Yeah, that's the year I was born, mate. So. Nothing wrong with that. What? Were you born at Woodstock or what? Conceived. Yeah, Woodstock. Backseat of the old E8, mate. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Say good day to your mum. <laughs> I will, mate. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Ah. Good on him. Yeah, there good bloke, top yeah, bloke. definitely. <laughs> so, um, no, uh, we've uh, had a couple of topics about Grunner now, mainly for because people in the public want to have a chat to us about it. Yeah. Because uh, it's a fish that's interesting. Oh, and they're you can an awesome, like I said, pound for pound, they're an awesome fish and to catch, awesome fish to I eat. I don't think they're considered uh, uh, bread and butter. I no. think they're, they're a better... Yeah. fish than that yeah, if, yeah. But I shouldn't say that because bread and butter fish brim and, and yeah. whiting and how good are they yeah. let's take another call good morning fishing show yeah good morning Marty how are you mate I am wonderful how are you this morning I'm good excellent it's excellent good. you're up late this morning Ernie I know mate I couldn't get through oh it's been that sort of a day I am so sorry <laughs> hey <laughs> Ernie you are number 66 this morning yep that's for you and 67 for the lovely wife. 67. Thanks, mate. Have a nice day. Mate, you have a nice day. Nice talking to you. See you, Ern. Okay, mate. Bye. Oh, Ernie's been, uh, ever since I've been on the show, and way longer, um, Ernie rings in. And yeah. It's funny how He's you... He's always uh, usually early, I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always really, really yeah. early. Him and Ray and Brucey and all of yeah. them. And uh, for the most part... Uh, most of these people I've never ever met, but I've yeah. there's, there's a strong connection. Yes, yeah. isn't it funny? You, you talk you every do, Saturday yeah. morning, and uh, and you uh, there's a bond there that you don't, yeah. don't even realise about. Yeah. I love your hat. Yes. Oh well, that's another mob up in NT actually. Staunch crab. Staunch they, crab. He has fantastic yeah. gear. The, he does. He does the long pants, the long sleeve shirts, all UV protection. And, and for the ladies, so he does gear. that really, really good. Yeah, there's this hat, but Active in bright wear. pink, and it. Me missus has got two of them, one for fishing and one for going out. Yeah, it's like, a really, really it. nice yeah. hat, and no doubt it's it's got the crab uh, yeah. logo on it, and um, it's uh, looks really, really snazzy. No, I really do that's like a, them. That's a genuine um, trucker's hat. Yeah, that one, proper one, straight yeah. off the south yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> proper one. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. If, if people are interested in storage crab gear, they, it's, it's all online, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, just and online. He's a handy Facebook fisherman or, himself. Yeah, yep. All the social medias, they got all that. But just get on Staunch Crab and yeah, yep. get he on the website. He spends a lot of time fishing the billabongs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, catches rem- some big barramundi. Oh, big barramundi yeah. in in some big crop country. Oh, yeah. And I can see where people are saying that there's. Uh, well, let me ask you because um, I'm an, m- m- 
I'm trying not to let my opinion change. I yeah. really, really am because I, I'm such a fan of the crocodile. Yeah, yeah. What a beautiful animal. Yeah, yeah. What a scary animal. Oh, For yeah, me, 100%. that's yeah. the top of the list of worst way to go. Yeah. Couldn't think. Um, so I don't know if it's because I respect them or and if nothing. When I'm having a, even when I'm having a great day's fishing, I yeah. still get so excited. Yeah. I, I get excited when I see a metre crop yeah. or a two metre crop. I love them. But when you see a five metre dinosaur yeah. or a four it's metre, it's as good as seeing a whale out there. Oh, if you ask I, me. for me, it's, it's a little bit cool. more exciting. Yeah, it is cool. especially because you know a whale's not going to try and eat your yeah, ass. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, so when I've had this discussion with people I'm and, and I feel as though I'm, I'm quite alone in the discussion yeah. where I say please don't don't cull them no, or, I don't or think whatever that, I don't think we should touch them I, don't, I, no. I believe that well they've been there longer than us and everything yep. like that I know we killed them back what, in, what if you lost a, a loved one well maybe get rid of that particular <laughs> <cop. laughs> but no I don't think I don't like once maybe once they get the taste or they think that they can come into they humans come and they right. do take a human yeah get rid of them rogue ones but if they're not giving you dramas or anything like that i know it's that oh but you've left it too long and now it has given you dramas but yeah. whose fault is it really yeah my only that's their home we go there for our recreational fishing and yeah. everything like that well that's we'll their house we're just talk, talking about staunch crab in the northern territory and everything and and like for us it's still there's a lot of crocs and hinch and yeah. and cattle yeah. and so forth. but it's still you'll go a day without seeing them oh yeah 100%. easy you'll go yeah. a week without seeing yeah. one but Watching what this particular episode up at Hinchinbrook, um, it wasn't the S Bends or anything like that, but there was a croc every 10 15 meters, yeah, right, and yeah. not little like crossing into each other's territories. Yeah. There's that many that they've adapted, yeah, to because, like, if, if you had that in our waters, yeah, that'll try and kill each other, yeah, yeah whereas yeah. they're living in some sort of harmony as yeah. much as a croc can, yeah. Uh, and so, in that point, I'm thinking, oh my god, how many, yeah. how many crocs are there, yeah. And, and, and where do we say okay but enough, have they always enough. been there was it just like a, well, a cold winter's day my, the reason they were out that day or you know like my way of thinking is uh, some of these crocs are five five plus meters yeah right, right. Okay. so we're talking 80 year old plus yeah, crocodiles right, yeah the last cull was in 74 which would yeah. make them 40 48 49 yeah 49 years ago yeah there's a hell of a lot of crocs that have outlived, or I would think. I don't yeah. know the sciences, and I'd yeah. love to have a talk to a scientist yeah, about yeah. it one day, about the cycle of uh, do they stop growing like we do thing, at, yeah, at, yeah. at 25? Well, that Cassius on Green Island, they still say he's grown, and he's over 110 years old. Cassius. He's, Cass he's the biggest croc in captivity. He's over on Green Island off Cairns. Oh, That's amazing. So he's 6.4 metres, I think he is. He was beaten by Lolong, but Lolong died over in Singapore or something. But Cassius up on Green Island, he's 6.4 metres. Is Cassius he's a genuine... Genuine saltwater. He was caught Australian in Darwin. Crop. He was caught in Darwin oh. in 80... Oh, don't... 84, I think. And in 84, he must have been a four-plus meter He was croc. a big croc then, yeah. And he's only, he's only got three legs, but, yeah, he's... So a, he's a fighter. He's massive, this croc. He is unreal. He that is, is unreal. Yeah. 
That is really unreal. Really big crop. I, and you know what? I hate my ignorance for that. Because you didn't I know about Cassius. I didn't know yeah, about right. Cassius. Yep. We um, went over to Green Island just for Cassius when we, I took the wife up there years ago. Oh, I bet. Well, I would mm. do the same. That's yeah, something cool. that would fascinate yeah. me. I actually, I won a, uh, for a competition at work, I won a, a, a voucher thing called Red Balloon, yep. where you can choose uh, special things to go to, whether it be dinner and everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think there's the Green Island. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, all the snorkeling and that around there it is unbelievable it it's is because awesome. it's all green green zone and everything no yeah fishing and everything yeah it was unreal there it was it was really beautiful i went there before i had the kids and everything so it was yeah just me and my wife it was an awesome trip really that was. sounds like a yeah. fantastic trip yeah um yeah so i think there will be a cull yeah. i think it's one uh, tragedy one human yeah. being taken away yeah. from from uh, from someone with some rank pulling the trigger yeah yeah um, so, so, and I fear for that, but yeah. you can have a calculated cull. Is that the words that you would use? Yeah. Uh, strategically, yeah. the, the amount of numbers, because I would, what, what, what scares me is, is if they go and knock over every, every two and a half one. plus meter croc yeah. in book. Yeah. Because then I, I can't show my child. Yeah, that's right. Like this, yeah. and, and I've said this, um, you know, this seeing one like Cassius behind yeah. bars yeah. and then there's seeing one, one in yeah, its element. Exactly right. And it's true. The, the one that does fascinate me is that big boy that, that come up in the corner of Tribook Pool that's oh. now out at Billabong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, well, <laughs> yeah what an that, amazing eh? animal. And you that's know what crazy. fascinates me more? Yeah. Because that sucker has gone past all the places oh, that I yeah. fish. Yeah. Straight past yeah. me. And uh, I swear to God, I saw a croc one night. Yeah. And then um, it, it had to be a croc and a big croc. Um, yeah. It wasn't long after that that they put in the duck pond they put a um a crab a, a, a um croc the cage cage thing. there yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, well let me take this call real quick we'll yep. say hello to someone good morning fishing show good morning how you going hey good mate is that you eugene that's me yeah listen you're just talking about crocodiles yes you know, all these all these people that get eaten and attacked and whatnot it's, it's through their stupidity and their ignorance yeah, yeah. So they, they, yeah. There's signage everywhere. Like this one fella got attacked, spear fishing off Cooktown. You know, he's lucky it wasn't a bull shark. He wouldn't have got out of the water. Yeah. Other fella, when, one other fella was an Inchbrook channel, and late in the afternoon he decides to jump in a 10 foot boat and go up the creek, sort of thing. Yeah. Another fella was sw swimming in a creek near Cairns there. That weekly, he was swimming in that creek with signage and everything. Yeah, that's then, a, they go, it, then, they go, then they go and blame the crocodile. Yes, in that, in that situation, you, you're certainly right. It was um, ignorance. Uh, and, and sadly, I, I wouldn't like to use stupidity for them, but, you know, if you're drinking no, and no, go swimming in the daily. Stupidity is, is a mild word for them, believe me, because there's people... I see tourists up here in Lucinda and Taylor's Beach and all that. They're walking their kids along the beach early, like in the afternoons and all that. They're sitting down there in their deck chairs a foot from their water, water with dogs and, and young children and whatnot. Yeah. And you go down and tell them what's, how stupid they are and they basically tell you to piss off. Mm. Yeah, well, you that's know? sad. That's And you're right with that. that, that um, and that, and you can't be ignorant because there's that much campaigning on going on about the, the dangers of the yeah. croc and everything. So they're, they're their own, not their own worst enemy because they're, they're doing what they're built to do. They're, they're a predator. Yeah. Stupid um, people like that are the croc's worst enemy too because they are the ones that are going to get them cold. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. <clears throat> environmentally, they're a fisherman's friend because they eat a lot of the waste fish and whatnot that eat eat the young barramundi and the other fish that we like to catch, sort of thing. So. Yes. Look, I, and at that point, I agree 100% with you. And uh, I, they, I, and like Kyle just said, it's, it's, it's people making 
rash decisions that are, are going to be the demise of, of many a crocodile. And, yeah. and you're right, all of them people that you mentioned, the amount of alcohol involved, and if there's not alcohol, I mean, I don't know, like them two young ladies who uh, went for a swim in, in up in the in the Cape Rivers of a night time. I'm just like, mm. what? I can't. I can't put my head around that, and I just, I just pray that that is a hundred percent ignorance, hundred yeah. percent. But I don't know how well, you get to adulthood was, yeah. and don't. There was, one, there was, there was one idiot that took his dog for a swim on a boat ramp in the Bluefield River. Yeah. You know, why didn't you tie? Why did you tie a hook and a rope to him so you get the dog back? You know. It's, yeah. That's, you know that's how ridiculous. Like the, the Aboriginals in the Northern Territory, and your mate there will tell me, and up top there, the kids go for a swim. They always take their dogs with them. Yes. Or a dog with them the because dog, a croc will always the take the dog before it takes the kid. Yeah. That's just that's just the natural way around. You know, you were talking about mud crabs too. Back in the nineties I throw crabs at Channel Fishing Channel there, so I think. Yeah. I ran into some scientists and whatnot and they were talking they were studying I don't know if you've seen them, but there was crabs, they had like a little drill hole and a little it was yellow around the hole and a little hole in them. And they were studying this parasite that was a, that was doing this crabs and whatnot. And I caught a few crabs that had them and I dropped them off them and I got to talking to them. Now, they told me that, like, the female crab, right, it only mates once in its life when it's about the size of a, I don't know, a couple of inches across to up to three or four or five inches across. And that's it. It mates once in its life, and then it produces eggs. And as it gets older, it, it produces less, less eggs that are more fertile. Yeah. And then, it, then eventually it, freaking, it just becomes a predator. Yeah, now, you're those, 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 those female crabs, when they go out the lay, they go a couple hundred miles out to sea. They do. They drop their, they drop their eggs, it becomes plankton and what, it depends on weather, storms or whatever happens. Yeah. That plankton will go into a certain area. That's why one area will catch a lot more crabs one year than the other year. Yeah. And they said the Hinterbrook, Hinterbrook Channel is a perfect breeding season, breeding place. It's like Hinterbrook Channel, a lot of the mangrove goes underwater at low tide and the most fishermen will never catch all the crab that are in the channel because you just physically can't get to where they live. No, they exactly. A five-year-old, five-year-old cock a crab is a very old crab. Okay. I bet he that's is. What, that's, what, that's what they And they say them. the ones that do go out of the reef, that's a big uh, reasoning behind the barnacles and so forth when they get the barnacles on them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. And whatnot. And like I said, it depends on the weather, storms, cyclones or whatever where that plankton ends up. And that was why one year the Gladstone will be firing, next year Cooktown will be firing. Or whatever, because that's where all that's where that plankton ends up, and that's where they breed up, and that's how they become. For so, sure. But on, on the yeah, on the crocodile subject, I call them waste management units. Waste gets in the water, they'll manage it. All right. Sounds so, fair. Fair call, anyway, Eugene. I, 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 I do it myself. Like you know, you, you just take those risks, sort of thing. You one day you go down there and you bend over and you go to wash your hands in the water. And there's a five meter croc there. You're gone. <laughs> so. Yeah, we we all we all we all do we all do stupid things. And you think about it later. Like I used to spearfish all this area. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about that. I bet it does. Know? I bet it does, so, Eugene. Hey, thanks for the call, uh, man. That was some really valid points. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Uh, bye. See ya. See you, buddy. Bye. Ah, there we go, Eugene. Mm. Yeah, our new Some controversy corner and so <laughs> forth, most definitely. Hey, this is everyone's last opportunity to get your bingo numbers in and so we can give away a couple of these magnificent prizes. We're going to go to uh, the song and an ad break and then when we come back, we are going to give some of them cool prizes away. Cole, I've had a ball with you today, man. It's been a great show. Yeah, it's, it's been a good really, yarn. It really has and we, um, um, we've had some really good people involved with it. So yep. good on us. Hey, Al, this one's for you, brother.
Keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats, Yamaha Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com. Or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor. 
Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Four-star and above washing machines from $544. Four-star and above dryers from $794. Upgrade to a four-star and above fridge from just $449. Check your eligibility for the Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate for up to $650 back. Upgrade to an energy-efficient appliance now at Harvey Norman. Climate Smart Energy Savers rebate scheme is run by the Queensland Government. For more information, head to queenslandsavers.qld.gov.au. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest ice box around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See you down at Tackle World today. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we have had a fantastic time this morning. Mate, I'm going to give you any last words that you might want to mention. Or is everything sweet? No, everything's pretty sweet. Just want to give another shout out to the old boy. Starts his radiation on Monday, so hopefully that all goes well and we all pull through. Most definitely. And yeah, tight lines, everybody. Oh, Good on you. Well, what a great way to pass. Mate, I am going to... i got my bingo. Wait up. I've got it the wrong way around. I've got to put that back in. Sorry, everyone. Live radio. Let's do it. Okay. I think first one we're going to give away is the fibre finish. Let's give the fibre finish back all the way. And the first cab off the rank is number 66. Ernie. Ernie. Ernie hey, got lucky, it. Lucky he took his time today. Yeah, yeah. Ernie, give us a call, mate. You've won the fibre finish. Um, decals. And there's also a little uh, a lure holder that um, decal that you put on the side as well. When you finish with your lures, um, you just simply... you can give them a rinse off before you put them back in your Yeah, bar. definitely. Definitely. You just hook the barb into the side in a safe place yep. and they go well. I'm not sure if Ernie's going to be able to use it. Well, I reckon he will. Here we go. Let me get this all organised. Good morning, fishing show. Yeah, good morning, boys. Good morning, Ernie. How lucky are you? You're one of the last ones and you've won the fibre finish. Yeah, yeah, mate. Pretty good. Yeah, definitely, mate. You will be able to pick that up from our show sponsors, Tackle World on Ingham Road, anytime after 11 this morning. Thanks very much, Jane. Good on you, Ernie. Enjoy, mate. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Uh, there we Bye. go. Let me just write that one into the system, and that is all good. All right. Let's go again. Now, I better tell you what I'm giving away. It's all going to poo here. Let's give away the the Berkeley bag. In the Berkeley bag, or part there of the Berkeley bag, we have a Lucinda Fishing Lodge fishing T-shirt. What size is that? Oh, that looks all right. That might not be in there. Oh, I think that's in there because I've kind of given the bag that out of the way now, haven't I? That looks like to be a large. So that's a large. Um, we've got the new Gulp Slime. Oh, yeah. So this yeah. stuff is awesome. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. We've got a Humminbird uh, cooler. Uh, we've got a Mako key ring. And on top of that, last week, uh, Ryan gave me some of the new Berkeley prawns. He gave me oh, three yeah. to give away. So in that bag, I'm going to give another one of them prawns away. So that is a really, really cool bag to win. So whoever wins it is going to be very, very happy. I'll just remember to throw that prawn in. And thank you very much to Ryan Tully and Berkeley for doing that. Number 41. 
Number 41, let me have a look here. 41 is Jennifer. So Kevin's wife, by the sounds of that. Oh, yeah. Give us a call, Jennifer. Congratulations, you've won that bag. And uh, you'll be looking very, very smart in your uh, new fishing outfit. That is a there very cool shirt. It is. Good morning, fishing show. Hi, how you going? Hey, good, good, good. Jennifer doesn't want to get on. Well, you've got a very no. deep voice, Jennifer. Yeah, no, you don't want to get on. Ha! All right, good on you, mate. Hey, thanks for listening to the show, and uh, you picked that up after 11 o'clock today, mate. What did I win? Uh, you won the Berkeley what bag. Jennifer winning, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's Berkeley get it bag. right. Uh, a tournament, large-size tournament shirt, um, some Eagle Claw right. hooks, Hummingbird cooler, the new Gulp slime, and oh, I'll throw right. in a... Um, a golf, uh, one of the the new Berkeley um, top top water shrimps as well, which they've just released. Well, that that will fit me anyway. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So that's a good Thanks, good little buddy. prize for you. Eh? Thanks. See ya. See you, buddy. Bye. All right, and let's give away the last prize, and that is going to be the Cleveland Bay seafood voucher from Gordo. And lucky number 34, 34, Sandra. Sandra, give us a call, mate. You have won the $50 a wild local voucher, which is a really, really cool price. You can get a uh, bit of seafood for 50 bucks too. Oh, you can, man. Most definitely. Put a few more bucks towards it and have a proper feast. Mm -hmm. But for 50 I think last last week he was doing Endeavour prawns and so forth for oh, 44 yeah. a kilo. Yeah, uh, for, for two kilos. How good's that? That's very cheap. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. This is Sandra. Oh, Sandra, you lucky bugger. You've won the $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher. Oh, very good. How good is that? So a couple of kilos of prawns for you and the fam tonight around the dinner table. Yep, perfect. So that one there, don't pick that up of Tackle World. Just shoot right next door and go to Cleveland Bay Seafoods and uh, pop on in there after 11 o'clock and you can redeem your voucher. Okay, no worries. Thank okay. you very, very much. Thank you. And thank you to you and the okay. family for listening in today. We appreciate it. Yeah, great show. We listen all the time. Oh, good on you. You're a legend. Or right, I'll put you down for next week's $50 voucher as well. Friday. <laughs> Cheers. See you, Sandra. See ya. Bye. Ah, beautiful. Now, I need to line up our last uh, end of show, and there she is right there. So we've all concluded. Um, Kyle Curry, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, again, thoroughly enjoyed it. You are actually a, a, um, a good wealth of knowledge, and uh, I can learn a lot of you, and, um, and I, I look forward to having you. I a lot you. of you as well, my friend, and it's been a great show. Let's high five. Let's yes. Done. Awesome show. Yeah, it was a great <clears> show. Um Big shout out to your dad, obviously, again, yep. and, and to everyone else who's fighting an illness out there. Our, our prayers and thoughts are with you. Wonderful listeners, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We need you all. Thank you so much for joining us every Saturday morning. We truly appreciate it. We truly appreciate our sponsors. We have so many from Kai Signs to Orlelec to you, you name it. It's a, they're just brilliant, and, um, and we need you all. Okay, look after yourselves. Drive safe on the highway. And Gaz and I will be back on deck next week. Have a good one. Cheers. Cheers,